recording now. Yeah, yeah. Bet you never thought you'd hear this voice again, man. I'm back. Shanjo, back with the fucking guys, man. Moose, I ain't oh, forgot man. about what happened last time I was on here, man. You thought your 90s bag was better than mine? Oh, I'm about man. to hit you with some shit, my oh, boy. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. I'm about to oh, hit you with some brother. shit, my boy. Give it a rest. Okay. Okay. Is that the faces of the people? You hear the voices, you know who it is. Keep holding on to your thoughts of rejection. If you're with me, you're secure. You keep telling me that your time is always taken. But I keep seeing you. This the vibe we on today. How y'all doing this fine Monday? It's your boy Mills. Shane back in the building as you can see.
Moosey said his bag better than yours. I'm already, I'm already winning, Mixing you up, Moose. I'm on the switch of the phone. I think he's in his bag right now. We vibing on this fine Monday. I hope you vibing too. Vibe with this 90s bag. I've been watching you for so very long. Trying to get my nerve built up.
He might got it today, Moose. He got it for today. If you're not vibing in this one, I don't know what you're doing out there today. But we vibing for sure in the stoop. Sing it with us now. Welcome to episode 90 of the Faces of the Future podcast. It's your boy, Mills. It's your boy, Shan. It's your boy, man. Samoose, moose. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good with y'all, man? How y'all been? How y'all been? What y'all been up to, man? Better look next time, Moose. Oh, try bro. again. Oh, brother. Give it a rest. Try again. Give it a rest. <laughs> he said try again. It's Give all it over for you, Moose. I think he got you, though. Uh, maybe next time. <laughs> what you mean, maybe next time? I think Shan still in his bag. I mean, no, what? I, got, I, always, I always got something to tuck you from. Like what, time. though? I mean, you... you I'll give you this. I'll give you this. I'll give you this. This season you held it you held down the fort with the with the mixing on the ones and twos to start the start the episode. I'll give you that. You was in your bag this season. You did your dub. Oh, that's facts. That's facts. I was. I, I gave I gave everybody a little bit of everything. So that's that's the I think, I, I when think it comes to that ninety shit though. You ain't fucking with me. Oh, brother. Okay, we'll see you next season. Nah, yeah, to our, to our <laughs> listeners, to our listeners, you got you got to let us know who has the better 90s bag, you know what I'm saying? Shan or Moose, Moose or Shan, you know what I'm saying? I only I put me in the equation because my bag a little different, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> my my bag, bag a little different, I don't know about that. My shit weird a little my different. My bag is there. Just, just know that. My bag right. is there for real. For I, real. I, I need to know all of this. I mean, you, you got to let us know who has the best music bag, who your favorite who your favorite MC or DJ is at the start of the show. We got we got to know. You know what I'm saying? Before we start the show, though, I mean, make sure you click that subscribe button on YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Do what you got to do. Click it, share. Tell everybody about your favorite episode. But let's get into it, guys. I mean, what y'all been up to? I mean, our guy Shan back. What you been yeah, up to, man? man? Back, baby. Long time no see, man. Miss being with my guys, man. It's been It's been hard to listen every week. I already know. I already you know. know. Yeah, I, I, I already know. Yeah. So many times I'm going to chime in on shit, man. man I'm, I'm here to dispute all the musology. You hear this? All the musology. What musology. Yeah. What you musology know? was you sitting back listening to? I need some of the stuff you heard. Oh, uh, bro. This. I'm, I just got one thing that I'm gonna bring up, and I'm gonna just leave it at that. What? When this man put Wale in the top five, I was like, yo. 
I I, I wish Yo. I was there right now. You okay, so, so so oh, we can start. There. I, I did I did let that slide because I was like you did let it slide. I, 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 I let okay. it slide, no, but what, because what makes him top five, bro? So all right, so this is we talked about this early in the in the season when before I even get into that top five right now. No, but you top five of of his era of his prime of the blog era, yes. In the block in the blog era, it's Drake. It's Drake. Obviously, it's Drake. It's Wale. I mean, you kind of have to put you kind of have to put Cutting because he was in that era because it was him. Sean's in there. Sean. Well, Sean was in that era, but he was towards the end. So yeah, he was. He was. I mean, in the blog. In the, in the, when I mean the blogger era, I'm talking about you go on the blogs and that's how you discover your artist. No facts, but Sean was on the back end of the era. He, he was on the back end of the era, so yeah, you can you can still consider him that. You know what I'm saying? But if if I'm talking about the blogger era, it was always Drake, Cuddy, and Wale. Those were those were the guys. I'll give you that. Those were the guys. I mean, I give you credit for oh, so, Wale. But. So to answer, so to answer the question, sorry, real quick. Before before I even answer that, we said that we're changing it to tears because A B C D. <laughs> there's A B C and below. You gotta find what a way for Wale. You gotta find a way for Wale. What Don't tell me he's tier A. He is all time. Yes. No. On how all influ- time. On how no. he influenced hip hop. Come yes. on, dog. Yes. All right. Wale tier yes. A. Wale is an A tier rapper. He's a tier A? Yes. All right. When you put all right, so when you put when you when you put everybody in an A, B, and C, D tiers, A tier is you had influence on hip hop. You also in some way, shape, or form, you change. Yeah, watching. You see my face right now. You changed the game. Wale changed the game. Wale isn't part of the reason why niggas wear sneakers like this. Wale isn't the reason why sneakers. Sneakers now? No, we're not even getting into that. We're not even no. When we talk about when we Duh. talk about how streetwear Nike is, boots? no, part of today, streetwear is is because of Wale. Am I right or am I wrong? I think Wale, you're wrong. Wale, you're Wale, Wale Wale credit for streetwear. Part of the reason why people wear streetwear the way that they do now is partially because of Wale. Niggas was not wearing streetwear the way that they were until Wale came into the game. Partially, All I'm right. not saying he was the nigga that changed the whole thing, but he had an influence in it. All right. When it comes to actual rapping, niggas like Saba, niggas like Mick Jenkins, niggas like Smino wouldn't exist to an extent. In some way, shape, or form, he had an influence on Chance's poetic style. While is the reason why poetic rap is there? Am I right? Am I wrong? He's the reason for poetic rap. The way that the way that the way it is today was way, was, was, was Lauren Hill not around? Did she do poetic? But Lauren Hill, no, 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 we're not doing that. We're not doing that. I mean, I'm about no, to no, say no, I was no, about no, to. No, no, I, I no, mean, no, I'm no, saying no, 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 because Lauren Hill. Let's keep it a buck. Lauren Hill was an R and B singer who rapped. Erica Badu. That's just two people. She was a R and B singer who rapped, but her style of rap was what poetic. Yeah, but there's a difference. So between, no, there's a difference be, no, there's a difference between poetic rap and there's a difference between an R and B singer who happens to rap. Of course, when you're R and B singer, you're gonna have poetry because that's just what it is. But if you are a, if you are a rapper who raps in a poetic style, of course, yeah. Wale Wale's always been a writer, but y'all not gonna give him his credit. First, first okay. of all, no, first, I'm not giving. I'm not saying he's trash, bro. By any I didn't, means. Say, I didn't say he's trash. You put him up there with the, the, the greats of all time. Yeah, I don't know if he's in that category. He is. He's not a. Okay. Right, I'm not saying he's trash, but I mean, I like he's Wale. He's up there with Kendrick. He's up there with Kendrick. Huh? He's up there with Kendrick. Yes. Cole. Yes. He's Wale is over Kendrick Lamar and J. I didn't Cole. Say over. I didn't see this. Is what I'm saying. This is you see. This is why I said what I said. When you have tears, is he on the same level as him, bro? Does he have I, any I albums that are by, masterpieces? This boy's sweating in here. I'm not. Yes, actually. 
Ambition's not a masterpiece. The Gift is not a masterpiece. Those are good albums. Those are very no, actually, no, no, actually, no, no, actually. You know what? No, last part is last part. No, you know what? You know what? Ambition is a very good album. Ambition I, I is a very good album. album. For Lauren, for Lauren Two is a very, very, very good album. Wow, that's crazy. Are they on? A, the are they on the level of anything Kendrick has done? I mean, but you, but Kendrick's a different beast. That's why I said. It's so he's not on that level then. Yes, he is. All right. Because my thing is so. So put it like this. If you look at Wallace's discography, mixtapes and mixtapes and albums, can you say that he's not on the same level as J. Cole? Mixtapes and albums? I mean, he has good mixtapes. I, I bet they all have good mixtapes. No, if any, if anything, out of if I'm, you saying he has the best mixtape mixtapes out of those three? Yes, yes. Better than Dot? Mixtapes? Yes. All his mixtapes. Really? No. Sit down with, from a th- from a hundred miles of running. Wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. Let me let me miss one. Uh-huh. So you're saying collectively, as you're talking about the number of like mixtapes he put out, he's put out a lot of quality that type of stuff. Yes. Okay. I'll I give th- it. Wale, Wale didn't have a good mixtape. I'll give him that. I'm not going to debate that. I'm not going to debate that. So what I'm saying is that when you look at all the discography, even with that, while that's why I always put Wale and J Cole when it comes to their discographies, I always put them on the same level because they're both they're both this they both have that be a good versus. They have similar discographies. That'd be a good versus. Think like really think about it. That would be a good versus. Who, who, you, ta- who you taking in that though? Probably Cole for me. I mean, Cole has the better public reception, so he's going to win. I'm just talking about records though. If we if, if we're, we're talking about actual we're, records, cause, cause twenty for twenty, because Wale has good. Wale, Wale, has, Wale has a lot of good records. Yeah, 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 he yeah, has yeah. a lot of good records. A lot of good records. But, that, but that's my thing. But that's always been my thing. It's like we always like, oh no, nah, Wale this and the third. But then when you really sit down and think about, it, I was like, oh wait. Nah, wait. He, but we're not, not saying so. he's trash. I'm never, never saying he's trash. No, 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 you just put him on a pedestal that I we don't, don't put talk him on a about, I'm not saying you guys are saying he's trash. Well, I'm saying, well, like, you talk about tier A. We're talking, like, Ho, Nas, Wayne. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're talking, like, the greatest, like, the greats. Okay. Like, the one of ones. So, would you put Pusha T up there? Tier A? Yeah. I would have. To, mm. That's a good question. I would have to think about it. I don't. I don't. I don't know if he's. A. If you don't put. If you I don't. don't think he's a. Okay. If don't you don't put a. him up I there, I can. I can. I can agree with not putting. I, I think. I think. I, I think push is like like that. A like he's a is like 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 you said with Hov and them. He's, he's like he's like under that level. They're like that tier. He's down. on that fence, which is where I think that. Wale is. I think Wale is that tier under that. But then I have to put J Cole there. No. And 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 B. No. I think he definitely goes in. No. For tier A. Because my of this generation. If we're he's doing one that, of the greats, so then Wale's one of the greats. All right, I'm I'm not. No, no, let me let me let me let me rebuttal that. You can still be a great in your generation and not be on the A list. Like you have greats in every generation. Like when you look at basketball and things of that nature, but when you put, look at like oh the top ten greatest players of all time, everybody's not in that A list. So I, I, you can say Wale's when it comes to our generation, he's one of the greats, but overall he's not uh, he's not up to that that A level. If that makes sense. I okay. So if we so. If we're gonna say if okay, I'll do it like this. If we're gonna say rappers are A level, we can put it in a standpoint of all right, how you were with the labels, sheer talent. We can also do we can also do discographies. Bro, I'm talking and music. Music and impact, all that yeah. stuff. But I'm if just we're talking, talking music, yeah. Wally's up there. All right. I'm not arguing about Wally no more. But, you but said, that's my thing, though. You say that every time you, get, you fall into his track. <laughs> I do. I do go back and forth with him about this. <laughs> I, but I just, I just thought—I mean, I when I heard that, that was like the first episode that I wasn't on. I was like, "You got to, you got to." I, I let it slide, but I feel like arguing with you him. You got to put Wale there. You All got right. to. All right. And the only reason I because I know I know the fans are probably tired of our Wale Reddit. Word. But, you know what I'm saying? One day we're gonna get Wale on here. We probably will too. The way I, the way I be the way I be showing support. And it's respectfully like I love Wale. Lotus Flower Bomb, one of my favorite songs ever. But I mean, y'all, y'all came. We came out to Wale in basketball. When you, you know what I'm saying? Ambition. That. 
the album is incredible. I, I give you that one. But that's my thing. But so what? What are the things that I say? I'll, I'll try to leave it like this. One of the reasons why I always say this is because when we go back into rap music and we go back into the things that we appreciate Drake for, we appreciate Kendrick for, we somewhat appreciate Cole for. It's the same thing that Wale has. It's just one of the things that we don't look at it as is because it, it's like it's. I'll put it like this. That's why I said it's almost how like the label and your image is. While it kind of effed up his image at a certain point in the game. This is one thing I'll say that 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 I will agree with Moose on. When we're twenty years down the line, talking to our kids and their friends about the greatest rappers of our generation, Wale will probably be mentioned in that. I give you that because you got to understand. Like, I give you that because you got like really sit down and like when you sit down and listen to his music, it's not sometimes it's for me. It's more than just saying yeah, he got bars because no, at the end right. of the day, because at the end of the day, I'm like oh yeah, nah. I give you course. that. Look down the road, down the line, twenty years, one of them Wale songs come on, we gonna be like oh shit, this was that fire back in the day. That was that uh oh. You know what I'm saying? But I digress. I don't want to talk about Wale no more. He said I digress. I digress. It's a wrap for that. But anyways, but anyways, I miss y'all, man. I'm glad to be back here talking shit with y'all. That's what I missed. I missed that right there. The yeah, back and forth. 100, man. It's 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 been a minute, but I'm saying we back now. Full throttle, whole whole crew here and everything like that. Where y'all want to start though? Where y'all want to start this episode? Oh, man, I want to start off by saying, shout out to my mother-in-law, man. Um, you know the reason I was off the show was because she had a severe brain injury. She had a, a brain bleed. Which ended up leading to a craniotomy, which is uh, getting your brain removed to relieve pressure. Um, she was in a coma for almost 10 days. By the grace of God himself, she woke herself up out of it. Um, the doctors were telling us she was going to be in the coma for 30 days. She came out of it in 10 on her own. Um, it literally got to the point where they said, you know, we got to take her off the ventilator because she's starting to breathe for herself now. She doesn't need this no more. That's how they knew that she was coming back. And it's just amazing to see how far she's came in these last two months, because that's how long it's been. It's been two months for her to be walking and talking and living a normal life right now. Um, she still has to have another major surgery to get her scope placed back on her head. But to see her where she's at now is a medical miracle, to be honest. And um, I just want to give a quick shout out to her before we start diving in. Her, uh, my wife, I'm a husband now. Yes, sir. You know, I'm a husband now. Nice, Shout out nice. to my wife, Naomi. Shout out to all the fetches. Shout out to everybody that reached out to me, to her family, uh, donated to the GoFundMe, which was in- incredibly needed during that time and still is. And, um, you know, thank you for everybody for your thoughts and prayers because prayer is, is the only thing that got her through what she got through. And I fully wholeheartedly believe that God is the only person that could have pulled her out of where she was. Sir. Point blank, period. And if I didn't believe in the power of prayer before... I definitely believe in it now. So before we dive in, I got to give a shout out to Yael Schvetz. I love you, mama. And, um, you know, we glad that you're still here. Facts, facts. Yeah, facts. All that, that, that whole situation. I mean, we glad um, everybody pulled through with that for sure. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you want to touch on like how that experience was. I mean, we don't have to go into it, but just I know it's trying. Like, hey. when, it, when, it comes to, when it comes to stuff like that, I mean, it threw a wrench in a lot of your plans. Um, it didn't. It didn't necessarily stop them, but it pushed them back. Definitely. Um, so I mean, what, what was that like? How, how was that like handling that? I mean, as a growing up, you know what I'm saying is your whole world got flipped upside down essentially. So. So you know, I've I've been through these things before with family members. You know, my grandfather, my grandmother, going through this with them. Um, you know, traumatic things that happen that are life changing. Um, never something though with my significant other going through it with my wife was a different experience. Um, 
I couldn't do anything for her, but I felt her pain. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Like I, I felt what she was going through on an emotional level. You know what I'm saying? Because that's her mom. That's my mom. That's, you know, her sibling's mom. You know, she immediately was thrust to being now the head of the family, being the one that has to be the rock for everybody and hold everything down. You know what I'm saying? So um, I really had to be there for her and support her during that time. And, you know, it was it was one of the hardest things ever to have to watch her go through that, you know, and to watch the whole family go through that. It was one of the hardest things that I've ever gone through in my life. And, you know, to see, you know, your mother-in-law, who who is essentially your second mom, almost, you know, pass away and die from something was an experience that I've, that I've never obviously been through before. And, you know, just trying to put myself in my wife's shoes, I couldn't, you know what I'm saying? Because if that was my mom in a situation, I would have been totally distraught. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she really, you know, held it down for the family, did everything she was supposed to do and helping um, handle everything on her mom's end. Make sure everything was right with the hospital, with the rehab. Make sure the crib was set up when her mom came home. Make sure uh, her siblings was good. You know what I'm saying? So she really took care of everything. So, you know, it was definitely a traumatic experience. And you see, um, you know, you never know how strong you really are until you go through something like that. Let me let me ask you this as well. I mean, just just to t- touch on how you said, like, when when that situation happened, how kind of you guys became the head of the family, essentially. How important you can you speak on how important it is that like families know about like important documents things of that nature because imagine that like when it comes to, like st- when stuff happens that like, you got to know where everything's at and you may not have had conversation about that whether it's life insurance whether it's just where when it comes to handling money when you have to pay for bills things of that nature correct so. that's a great question i'm glad you asked because i was actually talking to the guys about this when we went down to dc on the eighth is um so i work in senior living uh, that we all know um one of the important things is making sure that your parents' estates are in order, making sure that your parents have power of attorney, financial and medical, making sure everything is in order so, God forbid, something happens, you know, you can make everything happen as smoothly as possible. You know, um, you know, it was a little bit of a process to now become POAs when, you know, she was down for a little bit, you know what I'm saying, when she was, you know, in a coma, you know what I'm saying? So you have to make sure that your estate is in order. And that's always a tough conversation to have, you know, with your family. You got to ask mom and dad, um, do you want a DNR? You know, if you don't know what a DNR is, a DNR is a do not resuscitate. Meaning, if you, if I go into cardiac arrest, you want them to bring me back, or you want me to just let let them let me go. You know, a lot of people don't want them to to be brought back because your quality of life usually after a situation like that isn't the same. You know what I mean? And that's a tough conversation to have. You know, a lot of kids don't want to hear that if something happens to their parents, that they want to just go. You know, a lot of people don't want to be put on a ventilator on life support. They want to they don't want to be there suffering. They want to be just let go. If I, if I'm at, at that point. Let me go. So that those are all tough conversations to have, but there are conversations that, that need to be had. You know, what do you want done with the house? What do, all that stuff is stuff that you have to get in order. There's a number of elder care attorneys and people that can help you get that stuff in order so that if something like this happens, you guys are ready for it to deal with. Because if not, I mean, it's a whole nother process of legalities to go through and be able to do all this stuff. Because, you know, it's hard to get authorization to pay someone's bills when you're not the power of attorney. It's impossible. No, Can't do it. No facts. You know facts. what I mean. So it's, it's important to have all of your estates in order. I mean, I talked to I talked to y'all about. It. I talked to my guys about it last time we we got into a real deep, and I you know just let them know like you know it's a it's a tough conversation to have. But all of our parents are getting a little bit older at this point, right? So we got to make sure that um, you know, we're ready for those kind of things because in the situation that I've been through now, you never know. 
we thought she had food poisoning. That, that's that's what I was gonna say. You never know. You, know, you never know. Never know yeah. at all. And then and then on top of that, I mean, you just got married. Um, essentially, you're gonna be in the role of being a parent soon. So, I mean, Moose, you can even touch on it too. Like when you, we all get to that situation, how soon should you have those conversations with your kids as a parent? Um, like when they turn eighteen, when when they're in, like how 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 early is too early to have those types of conversations? Um, because honestly, like. Coming up now, I don't think it was till maybe I was like 23, 20, probably 23, I really understood like the whole life insurance thing and all the, all the things that you just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, never Because you never really think about it because you're young. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't really process the, the, the thought really of, or you don't really think about your parents going at a certain time. You feel me? Because you never, because all we know is having them around. You feel mm-hmm. me? So it's like, I don't know. What do you guys think about I, I'll, that? I'll speak on the first moves before you go because, you know, again, I, I work in this field, so I see all the time, right? When a family member comes in and they want to move their parents somewhere and they're not power of attorney and their parent might have Alzheimer's or dementia, things can get a little tricky because your mom or dad technically isn't in the right mind to be able to sign these papers to move into this community. Right. So that's where you see a lot of issues at. I don't think it's ever too early to be talking about those kind of things. And I kind of think that that goes along to us. I feel like the education that we didn't get growing up that goes along with how to do your taxes, how to save. You know, how to invest, things like things along those lines, I think this can tie right into all those things as well. So I, I don't think it's never too early for us as adults to have it set up for ourselves, um, like for us to have a living will or, or to have a power of attorney. Or, I mean, I have a life insurance policy. I don't know about y'all, but I do. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I same, have same. my... my Beneficiaries who who it's going to go to, and I have a, a living will and all that kind of stuff. So it's never too early for us to have that set up for ourselves. You don't want to wait till you're in your fifties. You don't have to. We all got money in the bank that's going to have to go to somebody, right? You know what I'm saying? We all have a car that's going to have to go to somebody. So you know, um, I don't think it's it's ever too early to have those conversations. You know, early on in life to, to kind of teach and learn. But I think once you get to your, around the age you said like 23, 24, 25, when you become an adult for real, I think then it's time to sit down and say, listen, if X Y Z happens. X, Y, Z is going to happen for you. And this is what you got to do. This is what you're going to get. This is how you got to move about things and so on and so on. Yeah. I like, I think that all this stuff all really just depends on communication, how and who and when you communicate. Um, Cause it's like, it's easy to have those conversations with parents that are very open with that and have and understand those kinds of things. Right. You know, um, I think obviously when we get, when we become parents and, and things of that nature. I think that'll be easy for us to have these conversations because I think we're in the generation of where we actually are like, okay, what's going to happen to our family? How do we think about creating things like the whole generational wealth type of thing and things of that nature? Or like what's going to happen with this? Like we've always been the generation that's been thinking ahead. Like I would say that our parents were a little bit old school in a sense of a lot of them weren't really thinking about that. It's always been that, well, mm-hmm. I'll deal with it when I have to deal with it. That's or a it's fact. Like, I'll deal with it when 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 I'm on my bed and when it's time to go and it's like yep. for us it's always been a situation where it's like we have to pull those informa- like that information out of us. Um a prime example of this is insecure, right? With Molly and her mm-hmm. parents where it's like Molly was a, Molly was a lawyer, she's like yo mom dad like we need to sit down and talk about this and she's had to like pull teeth legit to to get the information from her and until Molly's mom had a heart attack. Yep, she had a stroke. Yeah, she had a stroke or yep. whatever like nobody was really she, nobody was really paying attention to her. And then it was like, all right, yeah, now you need to sit down. And it's like, I think a lot of times, like, that's probably been the biggest thing that has happened to a lot of our parents. It's not until, like, they're really sick or, you know, they really get hurt where it's like, yo, I got to start thinking, like, okay, what's going to happen to this or what's going to happen to my business or that? Facts. And I, I think a lot of that comes from, like, the whole stigma of our generation. And as black people, I feel like they feel like we're just going to take care of it no matter what. 
Right, yeah. we're going to figure it out and get it done no matter what. That's yeah. why that stuff isn't, isn't in order a lot of times until it has to be. I think and, I think that's mm-hmm. a I think that thought process comes from just like I don't know the trials and tribulations of black people in general. Um, we think we're just always going to get through something, um, which is which is not a bad thing. But when it comes to this, it kind of is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's in another sense. It's like also tied into all this is like make sure you go to the doctor. You feel me? That's a big one too, and. and, and, and I tell myself that all the time too. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta make sure I gotta do a better job at that. My girlfriend tells me that all the time. It's like just make sure, even when you're feeling like anything, just go get checked out. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It, it's it's that, and I think that another thing that you can add on to that is that it's always the concept of I think a lot of times with us as African Americans, it's just we're always in a state of just like, well, I don't want to think about that right now because I can't think about it right now. Like I'm like I have to think about work the next morning. I have to think about. Uh, making sure that the kids get to school on time or I have to think about surviving or I have to think about making sure that this doesn't happen to us. Like we're always thinking about the now because we've always, we've as African-Americans in America, we've always been in a situation where we always have to think about the now because tomorrow isn't really granted for us. You know what I mean? So it's like, because of that, we're always like, okay, how are we going to make it through today? You know what I'm saying? And maybe when we get there, then we can start thinking about other stuff. You know what I mean? No, I agree with that. I agree with that for sure. sure. And that kind of like even we we were touching on the Kendrick album last episode, and he mentioned that in um, what's the record with the fathers? Um, Father, um, father time. Father time. Yeah. Um, he mentioned that how was he mentioned his his pops mom died, and then he just went back to work the next day. Yeah. Like you feel me? Like you know that you just said we just just go and push through it, deal with it later. Push through it, deal with it later. And like you don't even grieve. You don't even. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So that ain't it. It's not. That ain't it at all, man. You gotta take you gotta take those mental breaks, man, or else you are gonna break down. That was or, a- you, or you might have something happen to you yourself. I mean, stress stress can cause so many things health wise wrong with you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like stress can give you a heart attack. Stress can give you a stroke. Stress can lead to so many health problems. Like you need to work that shit out. And, and, and the crazy part about it is now, she's, now you say stress can lead to death. I was reading an article and we'll touch on um, the shooting that happened um, at the schools, but um, a, a report just came out that one of the, one of the, I think it was one of the teachers that got killed, her husband passed away from grief. Heart attack. Yeah, off of grief. And yep. I was like, dang, that's a real thing. It's real. That's a real that's thing. Real. I mean, that's what happens. I mean, I'm not trying to dismiss this, but in a sense of like, that's why in a lot of cases when you have older couples that are still living together, when one of them dies, it's not long, like probably like a year or two before the other one dies because it's like, yo, that's that's something that you can't deal with. Like, people don't understand. Like, when you, like, it's like, when you lose someone, you're going through loss, you're going through a breakup, something happens to you. Like, you're, it's literally, it's it's like a mental pain that you're going through. Like, your mind is registering it as pain. You'll be physically sick yeah. because you're of fi- it. You get physically sick because of that stuff. And people don't understand that. And it's like, people are just like, oh, yeah, it's whatever. And it's like, sometimes, like, no, nah, it's not. Like, that stuff really affects you, whether or not you decide to address it now or you address it 20 years down the line. Especially the older generation where people have been married for, like, 60 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's when you Long see it happen even more. Like you spend sixty years with somebody and then they just gone. Yeah, nah. I you don't. You don't want to live anymore most of the time, people. You know what I mean? So go get your stuff worked out, people. I couldn't imagine that. Me either. I couldn't. I don't even want to think about that. But yeah, man, that's that's definitely important stuff that everybody who's listening should make sure they take care of, man. Make sure they take care of. But yeah. Um, you want you want to dive into you want to do some Kendrick talks since you since you missed last yeah. episode, and we can we can touch on a little bit, and then uh, we'll go into some more stuff, more current event stuff. Do y'all think the album is a masterpiece? Yes. Do you, Mills? Yeah. 
I think it's one of them ones. Yo, it's one of them bro. It's one of, I feel like on this album, it's exactly what he wanted it to be. Like, every song sounds like how he wanted it to be. I agree. It's produced how he wanted it to be. Like, it's his sound. Like, I feel like his vision of what he wanted his album to be, especially one of his last ones, if not his last one, is exactly how he wanted it to be. Because you want to know, because a lot of times I, I could tell this was like a label thing as well. Like, one of the biggest things that people have kind of like, um, I don't want to say like slighted at Kendrick, but like they slighted him for was because he didn't have a radio single, like an actual, mm-hmm. like, yo, a radio, like a radio th- thing. So that's why it's like for when you go back to Damn, it's like, that's why I threw Rihanna on the, on the record because, like, yo, Rihanna automatically gets radio play. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like putting Zakari on his album, putting Zakari on his album, like that became a radio single. Like, like when you look at Damn, as great as, as, as an album Damn was, it was very much a commercial album. Album. It was, but it was, it was a good, commercial. great album. Yeah, 100% the, commercial commercial album. I think it's one of the one of the best commercial albums probably of this modern era. Yeah, that, 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 that was that was intention though. Yeah, that you was know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's like so for him. For, so for him, it's like it's always been one of those things where it's like I feel like he's always been trying to figure out what he can do the best way that still fits him, but still appeases the label. And I think that now because obviously he's he's leaving TDE, which they about to they ship whole ships about to sink, but. It's like this was you, the you, album you, 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 that he did exactly how he wanted to do, like I'm, you said, Shan. Facts, facts. And another thought on this, I didn't say this last time, but like now that Shannon was saying how like the album sounds exactly how he he wanted it to to sound. When I'm listening, when I listen back, cause I listened to the project multiple times already, I, like on repeat. Um, it just sounds like I'm listening, like I'm a therapist in a therapy session with mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar. He's like on the joint, like telling everything he's telling been through. That's it's, what it feels like. It's it's like you're listening. It's like you're listening to somebody like, yo, talk about the world. And it's like, yo, like, I hate everybody. I'm here and I hate everybody. And I'm looking at this like, yo, like, screw everybody. Everybody acts like this. And then at the same time, it's like, why? And the next thing you know, you go into his, you really dive deep into why he really hates the world that they do. Because it's like, like, like I said, I go back to it. It's like, people don't understand why Kodak is on that album. And him putting Kodak on that album is probably one of the most ingenious things I've ever seen. Like, I've just... Like it's just perfect. I mean, he alluded to. It. He even said, "I'm more Kodak Black." Yeah, he, like, but people, like, what I'm saying, people don't understand. Like, people look at it like they don't get it. Right. It's like, how how are you like Kodak Black? But then it was like, when you really sit down and see how they talk, you see the type of things they both been through. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, they have very similar lifestyles. You know what I'm saying? So, bro, when you sent the fifth part the night before the shit dropped, and I heard. The Marvin Gaye sample. I already know you went crazy. Oh, I know you, did. I I know know you, know you did. went crazy. I started falling yeah. out. The first thing, the first thing when that when the drone started playing and I, heard, and I heard the beat, I was like, "Yo, I know Shannon is." Going I said, wild. "Yo, right. what mm-hmm. is this?" Mm-hmm. I said, "He not only did he sample Marvin Gaye, but he sampled my I, favorite Marvin Gaye you, song." Bro, I, bro, nigga sampled, I, I said, you, "Yo," but you said like like the words and the. You know, he kept saying, but that's the culture. He just going in and going in and going. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I think, honestly, this album, the production on this album, I think, is on, like, a totally different level. Like, I think this album is up there with some of the best production with the low-end theory. And um, pick any Kanye album you want to use for his best produced album. But, like, I think the production is on that level that, like, it's just masterful the way this shit was put together. You know, I think it's, it's I think it's an instant classic masterpiece. I don't think it's an instant classic. 
I think it's going. I think it is a classic, but people don't know it's a classic. Yeah, yet. people don't know, but I, th- I think a lot of people do. But I think a lot of people don't accept it as a classic. Yeah, because it's like Shit. it's it's it goes back to it's so weird because it like it brings all the elements of like every single album he had. It's almost like his section eighty all over again. But you know I, what I mean? But can we call it a classic? If, it, if I mean, is it too? It has because to, it hasn't stood the test of time yet. It's probably t- too early to call it a classic. But that's, but the, feel, that's think, the feel it gives you. That it's yes. like, like it's gonna stand. That's gonna be all right. And when it's all said and done, five, five, ten years from now, when we look back, where where is this album gonna rank in the hip hop albums of all time? Top fifty. If and that's me. That's me being over. That's me being overly generous. Top fifty. It'll be up there for sure. And when people really, when if people really, if it really grows on people the way that I think it's gonna grow on people, probably be top twenty five. And I was, I was thinking top twenty five, and I was just thinking, you know, if if you want to list the best twenty five albums of all time, rap albums, like just based off strictly production, it'll probably be in there. Yeah, based off of production, Kanye might have a couple. Hundred like, percent that are in there, right? Kanye, he might have him and Pharrell, the Neptunes. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. He, Kanye and the, right, the Neptunes. Oh my God, but might have a couple in there. That's what I'm saying. I keep, but I keep saying this, Mr. Morale, Mr. Morale. He might have a couple in there. You said Mr. Morale, but this one is definitely in there. All right, while 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 we talking about that, uh-huh. what's Kanye's best produced album? Kanye's best his album. best produced album. Some are produced, mixed, and or just like, strictly produced. Just strictly the production of the album, the sound, the aesthetic, the vibe. That's a very difficult question. You want to know why? That's, that's, that's hard because it is a lot of that, the, the reason, all over the place. It's it's not even because it's all over the place. It's just because like if you look at the, in my opinion, if you look at the, you know saying his his trilogy, his first trilogy. You know what I'm saying that was a whole different era of sound that he pushed forward, mm-hmm. and then you go into the. I feel like you go into the next pockets. He did the same thing, but it was a whole new sound. So you're saying like, the sound changed over time. Like, like he, ch- I'm saying not the sound. He changed the sound over mm-hmm. time. So it's like I don't know. That's just my opinion. Um, yeah, that's really just about because it's always been progressive for him. But if I personally had to choose one, I can't even choose one. All right, best three Kanye albums of all time. Go. It's Yeezus, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, and then it is um, College Dropout. Production wise? Yes. I'll say, 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 i now, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm looking at how rap is now, and a lot of it now is really easy. It just on Zans. While, while we're on it, is he the greatest of all time? Producer? Artist. Artist? <sighs> Overall artist? Overall artist. I had this discussion yeah, in the barbershop yeah. a little while ago about well, who's the best all-around artist of all time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, either, it's either him or Stevie Wonder. Michael Jackson. But but, but what Stevie, I, I think Stevie did more than Michael. Because he's a musician. Stevie did everything because he plays music. Oh, played, y'all talking okay. about just okay? Y'all We're just talk, talking about just music. I'm talking about music, like overall musician. I, what, like, I okay, hear, let me rephrase. Best rap artist of all time. Okay, okay, okay. all right, that's fair. Okay, yeah. Then yeah, I think yeah. Ye's number one all time. We're talking all time. <laughs> Yo, if you say, if you say Wale, who's, dog, who's I'm walking. That's, that's, I'm walking that's out. Not Wale. All right, thank you. But I can make the argument. You can't make no, no, no. 
but for a while, don't even start, bro. You troll it if you do, because that's yeah, how you yeah, come on, man. I can make the argument, but, but you can't point, make but, the but, argument. But, 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 I'm, but I'm but. saying, who, I'm saying, who though? Who, who, who's competing with Yeah? Like, I, I, I there can Drake? be somebody. As per, what does Drake produce? Well, he said rap artist. No, he said like artist, production, rapping, all that together. Well, if, the best all around rap artist, the whole thing. You had to pick one person. That's my guy. Rap my shit, produce my shit, all Cause, that. Because you have guys like Tyler. My visuals. All, you feel me? Like, so, there's, you feel me? I get you. I mean, yeah. It is, yeah. Kanye's I mean, probably number one. But, I mean, if, but I but I put it like this. It's like, okay, yeah. If we, if we throw Drake into the conversation, Drake can't produce. But my thing is that his writing, execution, and the way he brings things together is probably like nobody else can do it. So it's like he one of one. You you get what I'm? It's like it's like it goes back to the whole tier thing. It's like when you look at the overcompensation of things, it's like all right, cool. Not not to not to bring him up again, but that's why I, that's the reason why <laughs> I say Wale here, so dude. much. Wale in this conversation. <laughs> that's why I say, I'm not saying in the be, I'm not saying in the best conversation, but I'm looking at it as a sense of like there's certain things that Wale don't have. Like he doesn't have the star power that J Cole has. You get what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like he got bars. I'm just saying. <laughs> I wish I had the cricket but, but to but to but, but to what I'm saying is like it goes back. It, it's yeah, that's what I'm saying. I said I'm not talking about Wale no more, dog, and I meant it. I understand. Stop that. bringing him into these conversations, I bro. Bring him into conversations. I'm talking all time great. You talking about some fucking Wale? Yes, nigga. <laughs> all right, bro. But nah, but my thing is, it's the same thing. <laughs> all right, bro. There's plenty of other examples I could use. Lupe Fiasco is another example. Lupe Fiasco is dumb nice. Greatest of all time, Moose. Lupe Fiasco is not a bet. Oh, don't do this. This is this is not Which, a. Is he on the same level as Kanye? Are we talking about rap artists? He said overall rap artists. They said, yeah. What, no, what he means is production, rapping, but that's what everything. I'm saying though. But that's what I'm saying. You got three niggas sitting on a, on a, on a couch. You got to pick one of them to produce your whole shit. But do your whole shit. Write your vocals. All do your shit. Produce, do your visuals. The whole thing. You got to pick one artist to fuck with out of these three. Wale, Lupe, and Kanye. You telling me you, you're thinking twice about not picking Kanye? He said I'm picking Lupe. You damn right I'll pick Lupe. Lupe over Ye? Alright, bro. Lupe over Ye. You are picking you're Lupe capping. over here. You're capping, bro. If Kanye was on this couch right now, you're going to pick Wale over him? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, right. get him out of here, Pop. Get him right. out of here. This man is on. I don't know who you're on, All but right. you on something. He on that pack, bro. He on that, he on that booger sugar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. He on that. No, but on a serious note, though, but that's what but my, whole, my, whole, my whole argument with the whole rap artist conversation is that you got to look at the sliders. It's not just a, oh, yeah, I'm picking... Yay, because it's just it's it's yay. What I'm saying is that like there's compensation. But we're not picking gay just because he's yay. But I'm but I'm saying this in a sense of you have to look at it as like yo, there's there's things that people are really good at, and there's things that they're not good at. What is he not? He checks all the boxes. I think that Kanye, I think that Kanye has a really good ear and he's really really good at making samples. But for me, what I would look for, what I would look for, this is my preference. Once again, I'm just throwing this out there. That's just my preference. My preference is when we're talking about music, I am also interested in the instrumentation, the arrangement of things. That's why for when I look at things, wait, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. You see that? This is my thing. I would choose, I would choose a Pharrell or a Tyler. Okay. He, he, you know, I give him that because you know who I would choose? Q-Tip. But that's my point though. But my but my thing is when you look at that, it's like would you put Q Tip? I'm not saying Q Tip's not a good rapper, but would you put him in the top tiers of rappers? 
but because of how me, would I put him in a top tier? Would I put a tribe in top tier of rappers? No, no, I didn't say tribe. Yes. I said Q-tip. Yes, I would put him in a top tier. Q-tip. Okay. Yes, I would put him in a top tier Q- rappers. Q-tip or Wale? Come on, it's not. It's not. It's not comparable. But that's not fair though. Wale has not. Wale that's doesn't not have anything that can touch a song not, on the low end theory. That's not fair though. Wale Wale's been influenced by the low end theory, so that's like. And here's my thing. Do you know yeah. why? And I. I always talk about tribe on, on the pod. The reason that the tribe is so incredible to me is because none of them played any instruments. Period. Right. But hear me out on this and why I say this. They say that the the records and the sampling became their their band, their percussion players, and they literally were, were picking shit from stuff that should never ever ever go together and making it sound like something you've never heard before. Yeah. That's why the tribe will always be. Up there in my top five to me. No, all right, let me ask you all this. Since we all the tribe, who's the best rap group of all time? Rap group? Rap, best rap group? Yeah, who's, who's the best rap group? Is, and, and duos count. Duos count. Oh, uh, you're pissing me off. It's Outkast. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Damn, I might not be able to. Ooh, three stacks and big boy. <laughs> That's. A, I'm not going to. I'm never going to debate Outkast. I'm not going to debate Outkast. No, but no, there's no, not a debate. No NWA. No. I, I, I'll quote. Okay. I'll quote Buster Rhymes when he said, "Tribe is probably the best example of timeless greatness in its most impeccable form." Right. Which is which is kind of similar to Outkast. Because you could put some Outkast shit on from the late '90s, drop it today, and it's the hottest shit out. Yeah, Outkast is. Just I mean, honestly, when I today. think about it, when I just that. yo, it's when I just, think about it, bro, it's not just that. since you said that, three stacks, that nigga slept on, bro. I, hundred percent. Three stacks as, as a producer, and even as influential in Kendrick's career, three stacks is slept on, bro. I think you put three stacks on I a feature. I think that Big Boy is more slept on than three stacks. A hundred percent, big boy stuff. They don't, they don't never give big boy his if respect. If there's one nigga that never, ever, he never ever gets, his, gets his props, is big boy. If it was not for big, like you got, this is why I say outcast to me. Like this is this is where I think that they're so top tier. Just even from the marketing standpoint, you gotta look at it as big boy is your very stereotypical Southern Atlanta gangster rapper. Andre is your very very stereotypical. Weirdo ass Atlanta nigga who just who's really artsy who like music all that stuff but he's still with the hood niggas rap and sing and they all respect and him. they all exactly, respect him because exactly. he can spit and my thing is that because of their duality on how they talk about stuff prime example get up get out get up get out is a prime example of you how get Andre get up get out and get oh my god you know what I'm saying that's like one of them said, ones he spit for two minutes they talked about the same thing two different versions. Two different split personalities on how they talk about it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like then nah. you got and they expand that on the Outcast Love Below and Speaker Box. The Love Below and Speaker Box. Oh my God! Outcast with the Dungeon Family, right? Yes, that's Dungeon yeah. Family. That see, like that whole collected that CeeLo. All do you feel me? Like that's what I'm saying. Like people don't people don't understand. People don't you like. Know, and remember, they won Best Rap Group in the middle of the East Coast facts, West Coast beats. But the reason I asked that is because of so many different eras have so many. Solid rap groups. Like you have you have the Woo. You feel me? Who who who? If you, anybody asks from the New York area, they're gonna dog, say they're the best. Group that group. point in time is unmatched as far as rap goes, <laughs> That's what dog. I'm trying to yeah. say. That point in time of hip hop, that '90s to that early 2000s run, when you had Wu Tang, Biggie, Pac, N.W.A., The Chronic, yep. Snoop Dogg, yep. Warren G. I mean, I could go on for yeah. that that 
moment of rap yeah. will never ever be duplicated ever again. The creativity, the yeah. artistry. And you want to know what it is? And since we on this, since we on this topic, like, and because I always wanted to have this conversation with you. There was an article I read, which is really interesting about how people don't listen to new music anymore. And it's like even with record labels, like their their whole point now is to buy old catalogs, like not even just from rap music, but just all around. Like people are buying, yep. like their music labels are trying to buy stuff from the sixties, the seventies, like the eighties. That's why it's like when you look at the whole sample movement now, it's like it's not because of the fact of like oh yeah, like this is just like people just want no. It's because they know what they're trying to do. You know what I mean? I have trouble listening to rap music of today. Yeah. I have trouble with it. It's now, just music I rely today. on y'all to tell me who the new hot artists are when it's, it comes to rap. It's not even just rap. It's music. The R&B? I'm, I'm, I can find that on my own. The, the, but the rap, I have trouble with. The sound, but the samples, I think, also a testament because of what the, what the ear likes as well. Like you said, yeah. like people, they use those certain samples because they know that's what people are listening to. But I also, speaking on, like, people don't listen to new music like that, one, I agree with that wholeheartedly because, like you said, you rely on people. A lot of people are like you. They rely on somebody to tell you the new artist or unless they just come across it. Me, I'm one of them I'm one of them guys, if I was living in, like, the 90s or 80s, I'd be in the, I'd be in the music shop looking through the crates. That's yeah, me. In the record, I'm, in the record I'm looking store. through the crates looking for new music, that type of that's, thing. That's, that's how I am now when it's on the social platforms. I'm, I'm going on SoundCloud. I'm on these apps looking for like people that don't have big followings but have quality ass music. And bro, the biggest, to... and that's part of the reason. That's what a lot of people, a lot of rappers and music artists have to understand today. That it's like, no matter how much you want to label, no matter how much you want to do clout, you want to chase clout. You want the best way for you to become a better rapper or for you to even have your record sales is word of mouth. Like it's word of mouth. Like, yep. like think about it. Like, if you always think about it, I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring him back up. Whack Harlow, right? If we, <laughs> come on, cause uh, this like, man nah, said Whack Harlow. On, this no, man said no, Whack Harlow. No, this is, this is a good, week, no, this is a good. shit is hot, bro. <laughs> oh, it's what? <laughs> wait, this wait, shit what? is hot. What? I fuck with Jack. Shit. <laughs> it's new album. I like it. I and you told me that Wale and nah 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 nah. We're not having. I'm not saying Wale's ass. I never said Wale was ass. But no, Jack Harlow shit was not good. All right. I mean, that's your opinion. My no, ear oh, different. No 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 it's like I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking I, with hey, you. It might be true. You never I'm know. I'm with you. No, I like Jack. No, Jack. Jack I think a, Jack, Jack is, is a likable guy. I think Jack's true to himself. He's not trying to be something he's not. Yes, he is. All right. That nigga sound exactly like Drake. How you figure that? That nigga sound exactly like Drake. You can say that about almost anybody. No, 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 no. Go listen to Churchill Downs again. That nigga had Drake flow. <laughs> no, no, he did. He did. He did. He did. He did. Drake gave him that song, and he took Drake flow. And you saw the but difference. But hold up, what's wrong with that? Niggas been doing that in music for forever, but dog. But my thing is, but my niggas no. been penning shit for but each wait, other. Wait, 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 no, but wait, no, 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 no. There's a difference because a, a prime example of this would be a prime example of this would be Kid Cudi and Travis Scott, right? Kid Cudi, amazing artist, right? But there were certain things that he was limited in doing. Travis Scott came, expanded everything Kid Cudi did, and more. I agree with that. And so my thing is that if you're Jack Harlow, and your identity is based off of just the basis of what Drake used to do, and you don't even add the who Jack Harlow is to what you're doing. You're just Drake. He'll never give respect because he's a white rapper. I think that's I how think, I, feel I, think about he, I think I think I, he, I think he adds 
his Jack Harlow swag to to the stuff. Even though they're trying to take Drake's trajectory and Drake's um, flow, things of that nature, when it's in his music, it's obviously seen. You can see it represented in it, but I still think he adds his 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 flair, whatever you want to call it. You want to call it flair, his Jack Harlow swag, whatever. Because obviously he's doing something because the ladies be loving him. I don't boss. think I don't think he's a bad rapper. He's bro. a marketable guy. That's, I don't think he's bad. He is marketable. But my thing is, is that if Jack Harlow, so is he like Post? No. Nah, post no. a hitmaker. Post is way better. Post a hitmaker. Post a hitmaker. My thing is, is that if you're gonna compare him to all to, if you're gonna put him in that in the category, you have to you have what, to bring up what Russ. Category. You have to bring up Russ, and you have to bring up Logic. You have to. Now I like Logic, but that's my thing. Though. I didn't like him towards the end. But that's you that's, like who? I like Logic, but that's my. But do you, I can't I, name one Logic song. I can't either. I can't either. I can't either. Suicide Hotline drum. I can't name none of his songs either. But, but I he, thought he, he did a little dirty. But but I'm saying I can't name I can't name none of his songs. That's the only record I know by him. I can't name none of his songs. But when I heard him rapping, when I heard him freestyle and shit, I thought he I thought he was all right. No, he's don't. I didn't think he was trash. He's decent, but that's my but that's my thing. Though a prime example of it is. Russ is an amazing. Yeah, he rapper. said, "I can't name one. I can't either, bro. I can't." But that's but that's my he whole point. Though he got a Grammy. Hell no, no. no, no, no but that's but that's my but that's but that's my thing. I'd though. ask. I'm gonna say. I would man. put I would put I would put Logic and Jack Harlow in that same. Macklemore dude though. Stop! Don't piss me off. <laughs> Wait, did he win over Damn that year? <laughs> yeah, I'll never understand. Don't <laughs> He said he over damn that year. He did. Oh, he did. Good kid, Mad City. Oh yeah, it was one. It was one of them. Oh, it was. Was it good kid? No, it was damn. It was good kid, Mad City. Was it? Yes. All right. But what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say. Is oh that, my God, good kid, Mad City. Another one. Oh my Jesus. But, but that's my thing, though. I think that if we're going to like Jack, start speaking in tongues. <laughs> Jack, Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow. I'm about to catch the Holy Ghost up in here. He Jack, said, "Bitty bro." Jack Jesus, Har- Jack Harlow and Russ are are in the same are in the same boat of who they are. They just they they're very marketable to a certain to a certain demographic, and they're always gonna they're always gonna like you mean him. white people. I like I like I, 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 I like I like Russ I like Russ over Harlow. Russ, Russ is slept on. He don't get Russ, no respect. Russ is the nicest out of out of all these white rappers. Russ is the nicest one. He's the he's the he be he, rapping, bro. Russ is nice, bro. Russ, Russ is the nigga Jack Harlow thinks he is. He's nice. Russ is nice. Russ is Russ is the nigga Jack Harlow really think he is. I can I, I can get with that, but I, all I'm saying is that I like Jack stuff. I don't I don't think it's horrible. Did you listen to Wolf too? No. Russ's last al- yeah, go listen to that. Russ's last right. album was he had some records on it. Was it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was him. I always Joey take your advice when it comes to music. What's that um, one? Him, Joey Badass, um, Big Sean. Uh, I know what song you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But that, they was they was sliding on that joint. Um, but yeah, let's go into the Faces of the Future song of the day presented by MBT Network. Um, if you're listening to to this episode right now, stop what you're doing. As we said at the beginning of the episode, click that that subscribe button at the at the top of the screen if you're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Um, and, and share episode with your friend. Comment, like below, and, and tell us what you want to hear. Um, Shane's gonna bring in the Faces of the Future song of the day today. Um, yeah, so I found this on TikTok one day. And I thought it sounded good. It's by Noah Guy. It's called Hard Knock Lullaby. <laughs> Straight till the morning 
So that was the song of the day. Uh, that was Noah Guy, Hard Knock Lullaby. I like that, John. You, you know, that, John, that, was, a cool, that was a calm vibe. Said, my dad added to my Cool Vibes playlist. You say you found it on TikTok? TikTok, man. That's where I find a lot of good shit at, man. A lot of good playlists that I found out from music are from, like, TikTok and shit. You got a lot of good restaurants there, too. I got a list now. From TikTok? Yeah. TikTok is, is the platform, man. It's, TikTok it's, is a shit. Is TikTok the top platform right now? Yeah. Easily. Nope. I think Twitter's still one. No. Oh, you, you said is it A or is it the top platform? The top platform. Um, I think TikTok is the top platform right now. I think IG will always reign supreme. No, you don't think so. IG, IG, F themselves. I, I think, think IG, think, IG try to be too many other platforms. And mess now them up. today, you have to have a TikTok. You have to have a TikTok. I feel today, because motherfuckers want to see what you're doing on a day to day basis. I think it depends on what you're trying to do. Anything. TikTok is for everything, bro. The thing is with with, Insta, with IG is that IG's backed by Facebook, and you know how Facebook is. Facebook has just become ad has become ad ran. It's very much like it's very much just a platform for everything else. Fact, you know? Facts, and but I, but I also think I mean I, I say it depends on what what you what you, what you do because um, I just look at like the space the NFT space. Everybody lives on fucking Twitter with tw- NFTs. Tw- Twitter and Discord, bro. Yeah. Everybody's on those platforms. You feel me? And then if you go to like the music industry, then it's like TikTok. You feel me? Or if you're like an influencer, it's IG and TikTok. I thought you were gonna say Twitter because Elon. Nah, nah. I was saying Twitter because I, th- I think Twitter you get it all too though. Twitter you get you get the you get the live chat. You get the you get the videos, pictures. I think it's the funniest platform out there. It every, is the every, funniest. Every day I go on, I go on Twitter. I'm crying. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I send y'all stuff from Twitter all the time. So Twitter's where the savages are. Yep. Oh, Moose know all about that. <laughs> yeah. I've not tweet. I've not tweeted shit since, bro. I don't be tweeting up on Twitter. Really I, for, I forgot about that. No, it's 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 been about a year. Fivio hate train, don't be on there no more. I don't because I don't care no, bro. Because I I realized I realized that Twitter Twitter is getting to a point where it's just like everybody talks about the same thing. People are bitter on there, and it's like it's one of those things where I don't I don't want to be influenced by that culture no more. I don't tweet as much as I used to. Yeah. I don't. I observe more. I retweet and like, and I just go yeah. in there and look and watch and scroll and laugh. Yeah, like yeah. I go on there like honestly, truly, I go on there for a couple of reasons. The only time I go on there is. After after One Piece dropped the One Piece manga, you know I'll be on my One Piece and my manga and my anime. As I'll be going on there, seeing the reactions, see what people be thinking. Outside of that, sometimes sports, you know, I scroll a little bit, and sometimes to get some news articles and some perspectives on things. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't want to give my perspective on there anymore. I mean, they got close friend tweets, which yeah. I could get my shit off. But like, I was I on there care. when the Ukraine shit and Russia shit was happening because that's like where I was seeing the most articles and shit was happening yeah. as it was unfolding. You know what I mean? Nah, that's a fact. I got a question for y'all. Um, so we in Jersey, obviously. Mm-hmm. 
How do y'all think about the stores not giving grocery bags no more, man? That should be blowing my stuff. Yeah, that shit is definitely weird. Um, they were doing that in Delaware like for like a while a ago. Year. Yeah, a while ago. That's that shit been is, happening that in Delaware. Weird, yeah. um, what's, what's it do? Like, what's the point? It's they're trying to, to they're trying to eliminate the plastic. Eliminate the plastic because it's not getting recycled properly, so it ends up in the streets. So when it get, ends up in the streets and the and the water, it affects pollution things. It fucks everything yeah. up. But I will, I will admit, man, a couple times I didn't go on the shop right and I'm like, damn. Why they, they charge, why they charge us for the bags? They, they know everybody's going to want to buy a bag. Like, it's right. money I mean, it's, but it's those reusable joints that you can reuse. Yeah. Bring your bags in with you. Yeah, you have to now. Yeah, at a certain point, it's just like. But yeah. now crime is going through the roof. Niggas is walking out with shit. That's. That's what I'm saying. It's like I'm going there with a little. Uh oh. You don't even know. Let me drop. Let me drop a little one too. I'm, I'm at the South checkout. You let put me... your shit right into your bag. Walk around with it. But but, Bye. I, but I heard like the stores like Walmart, Target, and stuff. They don't even be caring about the little petty stuff. They be letting that joint add up, and then they get you for the gusto. Yeah. They get you for the gusto, like. But... That's facts. Well, we got dispensaries open now in Jersey, so I ain't, I, I'm I'm cool. I'm yeah. cool with the plastic bags. Yeah. You know what I mean? The dispensary season out here. I mean, do you think? Do you think? Um, you saw how much it made in the first month. I'm not surprised at all, bro. It's only the beginning, and it's not even. It's not even like open everywhere that it's gonna be open yet, bro. It's gonna be pretty much dispensaries on every single block, bro. Like when you're in Colorado, dispensaries everywhere. When you, when you go to Toronto, dispensaries on every street corner. There'll be dispensaries next to dispensaries. But what's the point of that? I love walking in there and seeing the demographic of people that be in there, bro. Because you see the old heads, like old heads, uh. Old old ass businessman. I love walking in and seeing the demographic, man. I'm like, I knew I knew everybody smoked weed. Dispensaries are like pizza shops now, they everywhere. Because yep. everybody, oh, everybody smoke, you know what I'm saying? But um let's get into some um serious current event topic news. Um we all we all know about the, the, the shooting that happened down in Texas um over this past week. It was at U Uvalde uh mm -hmm. high school. U Uvalde. U Uvalde elementary. elementary. Um and there was twenty one people were shot. harmed and shot, and 19 people were yeah. killed. Um, so, all one second graders. They're all second. It was just crazy. Babies. Babies. So, so what I was gonna say is this: You already know what I'm gonna ask. When you first saw it, what was your reaction? And then two, we have to go into discussion about how we can change the things that are going on in this country when it comes to gun violence. I'll go first, moves, because your your answer probably gonna be longer than mine is. Um, when I saw it, another I was like, another one. Not surprised, not shocked. Um, you know, obviously devastated because these babies that we're talking about. What are these kids like seven and eight years old? These are children that we're talking about. Oldest, I mean, oldest ten people that haven't, the kids that haven't even been able to experience anything about life yet. You know what I mean? And they're just figured. You know, you're going to school and it's you know a normal day. So I mean, again, obviously heartbroken for the children. Not surprised that it was a school shooting. I mean, that's just another one that we heard about that made the news. There has been like. 130 something of them this year we haven't heard about all 130 of them only the ones that are crazy like that um for me people say oh, we need to stricter gun laws yada yeah i don't think that's going to do anything stricter gun laws people can get guns illegally it doesn't matter to me that doesn't matter um gun laws don't matter i mean the three of us can go get a gun right i have some pushback with that but but the three of us can I, go I, get a gun right now I if get, you want to. I get, I get that, but at the same time, you can make it harder for motherfuckers to get guns, bro. No, I'm saying it like, shouldn't be as easy to get a gun, but there are so many ways around getting guns the, the technical, legal way that it doesn't really matter. But it does, though, because of the simple fact, like a motherfucker like, like that just went up and shot this elementary school or a motherfucker that went to the grocery store and shot up all those black people, like... Motherfucker should if you go in and try to get a gun, you should have a back background check and be able to see, yo, this motherfucker's not mentally stable. Like you just you just had a school he just put had a school shooting on alert. 
it had to go to a psych ward. We're talking about the guy that shot up the Buffalo mm-hmm. um, grocery store. Like he shouldn't be able to go and get a gun. His parents should be able to go and get a gun. Like that. That's something shouldn't, shouldn't be happening. People like that <laughs> should have their guns confiscated from them. That's what, that's. Not even, not even I agree with that. So I'm saying if somebody that has a gun already should be confiscated from them. But my, what I'm saying is is that. Guns will always be accessible to people. I dis- period. I disagree. How? Like the, the, the we could all go get a gun right now. We see all these other countries that so don't first, ha- don't so have first, it. So first, this is America, though. But first, but it's much easier. You know how easy it is if you you work in Delaware, Moose, right? Yeah. You know how easy it's for you, for you to get a gun. Yeah, but that, but the, but part of the, we got this is this. There's a lot of layered problems to this, and it's like you gotta address it one by one. For me, the first issue was. Dude, this is once it, like the, the common theme here is that you let these kids, you let these people get assault rifles. Like no matter how much you try to fight it, no matter how much you try to argue about it, no matter how much you want to sit here and quote, like misquote the Second Amendment, you as an individual should not own an AR-15. Every single person I can get that behind that all day. Everybody agreed, who has committed, agreed. everybody who has committed these mass shootings. Did it with an AR-15 military. I don't know. Guns. I don't know why. Maybe it's because of Call of Duty. Maybe it's because of something. But it's like every single person. It's been an AR-15. You're able to buy the magazines as much as possible, and you go out. They buy unnecessary rounds and they kill people. You should not be able to get a military grade mm-hmm. assault rifle mm-hmm. as a civilian. Mm-hmm. And, You're not and even trained to you, use it. You can conceal that shit in your pants, and nobody would even know it. Exactly. So that's that's number one. Before we even address that, right? Number two, the second the second issue that we even have to talk about is the issue that, once again, people misquote the Second Amendment when we talk about these things, right? And I just kind of and I kind of look at it as like, bro, like this is not that's not even an issue. Like when people talk, like cause that's what I was doing. I was observing when people were talking. Why do we have the Second Amendment? Why do we have this? And I'm like, the issue is not the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment has been misquoted plenty of times. The biggest issue what people don't understand is these things called preemptive laws. Or preemptive statutes. What happened was that in 1980, I think it was, the NRA was first established, and they literally had a model. They literally had a model for them to establish statutes in each of the state laws for them to have expansive gun laws, which order, which which basically allows you to do whatever you want with a gun. You get what I'm saying? So it's like when you look at it, up to 40 states have like about preemptive laws where they can pretty much have any right to own any type of gun, essentially. You know what I mean? So it's like when you talk about background checks, all this stuff, all that stuff, once you go into the statutes in the state laws, null and void. You can't do nothing, right? So Which is kinda, nuts. Like, it's, it's, it's nuts. And, and, the last thing, and the last thing I'll say is before I even expand back on the preemptive laws is that you know what's really interesting? What's really, really interesting about this whole thing? Have you ever noticed... That the same people who have talked about um, guns and police, people who talk about the gun things are the same people who are on the wrong side of history when we talk about police brutality. <laughs> like, it's always interesting <laughs> that we see, oh, yeah, well, the police, they shouldn't, we shouldn't do this, we shouldn't, but you like, but you guys are upset that this boy owned a gun, but then you guys are never upset about being on the wrong side of history of police brutality. You guys are upset that we protest people killing people or people like in a way that they shouldn't be doing. But now we have these guns. It's always been, oh, well, we don't want this to happen or we we don't want someone to protect. We don't want our rights to be taken. We don't want this. We don't want that. But it's like none of that shit ever made sense. It's like you're contradicting yourselves. Like, How do you sit here and now be upset about the Second Amendment or saying you're upset about this? But now you don't have a you don't have a stake or a fight in this situation when it comes to police brutality. It's always he did something wrong. 
he deserved it. But it's like you, he never deserved. You know, it. you know what else I saw? I saw, I saw a video. I saw a video in a statement. And don't, don't, don't quote me on it. But they said it took the police officers ninety minutes to even enter the elementary school to go stop the shooter that was going on. And there's a video surface of the parents yelling at the cops because the cops were trying to tase the parents because the parents were trying to go in and, and save their arrested, kids. And they arrested. They arrested. They arrested a mom because a mom. she was trying to go inside. And Mills, remember what we were talking about like two weeks ago when I really asked what what is the police doing? Like, you right on that, like, John. Like, what did police really do? You did make that two statement. Weeks ago, I was like, just want to show up suited and booted bro, and shit. I'm like, bro, what do the police actually protect and serve? Let me ask. Yeah, every, any other time you want you want to beat on a black person or, or minority, you want to do this but and that. But even... when but when it nah, but when it's time to really go to war, when mm-hmm. it's time to really go to battle, when shit really in the fan, you out here stopping civilians that's trying to save children. That nigga should have rushed run. the fucking y'all building, been, bro. Y'all should have been rushing in there. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. And to expand on that, what makes it even more interesting is that we also sat here and we had people say, oh, these guys are risking their lives people make protests. so many excuses they're, for them they're bro they're risking their lives on the protest they're, they're risking their lives in every single situation but they allowed a 18 year old to go into a school to shoot up second graders and they sat out there for how many minutes why and he was barricaded parents exactly, exactly. they bar- he barricaded himself in the classroom off these kids and it's just like you out here worried about parents that are trying to save their children bro Make it make sense. Priorities are all messed up in this whole system that we call is supposed to give us justice, but never gives us What's justice. What's the solution? The solution is, if you want me to be honest with you, you we all have to really we all have to really understand what these preemptive laws have been said that that allows um that allows people and allows states to have these these very very expensive gun regulations or lack thereof, and you kind of have to see how to work around that because the issue what could be done in the schools to prevent this from happening is what I'm asking. Can, there's nothing you could do in a school to prevent that. There's nothing you could really do because my thing is this goes back. This goes back to the, like I said this last week. This goes back to the culture of what America has been. The culture of America has been built on violence. I'm asking like, metal detectors, maybe. No, that doesn't to do help. anything. I'm saying let me, let me armed security. This. Let me ask you this though. Let me ask you this though. Um, I'm just trying to throw something. No, out no, there. facts, facts. But you are, yes, but yes, metal detectors could be the term. But if a, if a motherfucker this, like this kid comes in with an AR-15 before he even gets to the school building, that I, goes. Like, I agree. You know what I'm saying? He's ain't still no gonna, stopping that. Ain't no stopping that. A metal detector not gonna stop that. Of you course. Feel me? Um, teachers having guns is not gonna stop that. Teach, not, I don't teachers, agree with that at all. Teachers come to school to teach, not to have to learn how to carry a handgun to protect the children. What about children, armed you know security? And they go, and they go kill, and they go kill black kids. But, but what have, about armed security? They have police there, and what the police do? But I'm saying armed security inside the schools. Why should why should little why let's even let's even let's even say we do think that, about right? how cra- hold on no, think wait, about wait, how crazy that sounds crazy that sounds but think about that why should why should children let's assume that's still elementary school why should children have to grow up leave an environment which they would deem safe to go now into an unsafe environment to go and learn something they can be taught at home this is the world we live in today but bro, bro. But motherfuckers saying, are shooting up bro, schools bro i understand people are shooting up schools but what i'm trying to say about that is that's not the solution either because now what you're going to do now is that you're going to make these kids grow up in a sense of fear we can't have a the, the point is is like we should be able to move in a society where we're not moving off of fear Part of it, this all goes back to what i'm saying about yo there are there are statutes in place where you can't, where these people can get guns any way they want, anyhow. What's it? What's it called when, when the country comes into a military state where everything's controlled by the military? Martial law. I think that's the direction that this is going in. Personally, I've been thinking about for a what's while. going in at 
the U.S. You remember we talked bro, about this a long yes, bro, time yes, ago. Think, on bro, the let's, let's think about this really. Let's really break down all this stuff that's happened. All these gun laws are happening. You can't stop these shootings. So the only way you can stop these shootings, you talking about have armed security. You're gonna have to have military everywhere to stop things like this. If everybody starts shooting up places, like mm-hmm. I'm just putting it out there. Like I'm not saying it's gonna be anytime soon, but I'm saying like if things go at this rate and keep happening, like what else is there to do? You already see. You already see people on. on Joe Biden made a tweet. Saying whatever, like we need to stop this. People are like you're the president, da da da. You're supposed to be but saying the issue, it, it's already people depending on him to make some shit happen. But you're it's not, not happen. you're not you listening. You're not listening. He can't do it. Like the, the issue is that Biden can't do anything. I get that. I get that. I'm not. I'm not saying, but what yeah. I'm saying is that what, what, this is like. And actually, no, I'm not going to go down that road. Come on, I'm here. I'm here for it. I'm the, here. I'm the, the, the issue because this is why. This is why I said I wanted to come back to this issue. Part of the issue with these preemptive laws is that some of these statues are put in place to the point where it's like, yo, if Say like let's use Jersey as an example. They don't have any preemptive laws. They actually have very, very. They're able to make regulations, right? If they were to have preemptive laws, there are some statutes put in place in some states where you're not even allowed to address those things. And if you are, it's possible that you can potentially lose your lose your position for, for, for addressing the, the things that are wrong. The statutes. That's crazy. That's, that's crazy. How did someone? Ever, how did that ever? How's that ever allowed? Thing, but my thing. But that's my thing. They're like. That's America. Nuts. That's nuts. That's been the issue. There's Land of the free, home of the brave. Yeah, but that's my thing. There's been there was a case. There was a case. Um, I think in 2008 in DC where they were talking about trying to ban guns and it didn't work out because freedom of ain't free. Actually, I will say that we are the land of the brave because you gotta be brave living in an environment. <laughs> just walk around. Freedom, and just, freedom, oh, freedom it's, it's is very, not free. It's a very unfortunate. Freedom thing. does not exist. Like what? What we have to look at now is like we have to. Find what do you mean people. by that? Freedom. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, you good. Freedom is not free. It's not. Can we can we expand on that? We're, like, we're, for, we're free here. We're free, but we're not free. But it's not. Even There's free. still rules and regulations and shit that we have to follow. And you it, know what I'm saying? Yeah. True freedom would be like like how Moose wants to live, which is straight up vigilante shit. That's true freedom. <laughs> Yo, right? Every freedom is not free, and freedom comes at a price. But people keep it freedom a, comes at a price is what I mean by that. But keep it a buck though. I mean, I'm not going. We're not going to touch that subject. I don't want it. no purr shit going on. Moose. No, I mean, honestly, truly, in this the way that this world is now, I honestly think that if there were a, like side note, if there was a purge right now, I don't think people are really going to be trying to kill each other, bro. I, I, I disagree. I, I, I disagree. No, wait, listen, listen, bro. Listen, I disagree. No, I disagree. listen I disagree. to how. No, wait, listen, listen, listen to what I'm saying. I'm listening. Real, real quick side note. I personally think because of the way that we have been moving in this society, I don't think everyone's first instinct is going to go and kill. It's going to be the first instinct is going to be to go and get as many resources as you want, potentially do things that will that's illegal that will probably help you out when that shit becomes illegal again. Yeah. Like killing people might it, might, it will happen. It will happen. But what I'm saying is that I think everybody's first instinct, my first instinct is yo I'm Listen, racking up at the grocery this, store. Anybody and I'm come, racking up to go get my Anybody come for my wife this and guy. my dogs? It's fucking over for you. Listen, I don't know listen, what you talk about. Anybody going to try to kill nobody? Listen, listen, listen. I think you underestimate how many fucked up individuals there are in the world. You talk about people go only go. People I think want to purge. I think people, there's people they out there that want that. But what I'm saying what is that. What you doing drinking Mountain Dew? Come running around. With spitting and dipping their lip. Talking about. Bruh. Talking about niggas. They want to shoot you. You Nigger, feel me? Bruh, yeah, hey, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say what I want to say because I want to keep it cordial in here. But I know there's a lot of people in the town that I live in. Yeah, they waiting. 
That are on a certain go, side of hey, politics that I'll say, and don't, I'll don't keep it go, at that. But, but. Use your own assumption but you know, that are on a certain you. side of politics. Oh, you know, that would love for a person. Don't, don't, hey, 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 don't, don't, don't go, don't go down. Your town, Mad Red. Yeah, don't, I used to work over there. So don't go down to no sundown town, Mad Red. I used to work over there. That's why I know that. But on a serious, on a serious note, though, like when when we do these things, what we have to do, and honestly, we have to get people who want to be in office that are okay with taking the risk of losing their job in order for in order to fight for what people really want. Like that's that's the just unfortunate thing. Like in order for us to even get these gun regulations, we have to remove these preemptive statutes, and that's already going to be difficult in states like Texas and a lot of the Midwest. That's essentially red, and, and because of we, yeah, you're not changing those laws in those areas. Like, bro. Col- I mean, Colorado did it, but that's because Colorado like had like three, four shoot. Like, Colorado four, has you can like walk yes. down. I never forget, and I told a story here before. When I went to visit my aunt in Houston, Texas, when I was in the tenth grade, yeah, we went to downtown Houston. Motherfuckers are walking around downtown Houston with ARs across their chest, a double pump shotgun across their chest, walking down the street like like everything is all good. And it is all good in Texas. You could do that. You could walk around with a military rifle across your chest and nobody even looks twice. Me being from this, because I'm like, yo, I'm doing this dude got a. They're like, oh. That's normal. You got that. Oh, we about to pot you. I'm like, oh, shit. That's a, that's a, like, you got like a military. What is that? Normal. But another thing that I forgot to bring up is that I, one of the, one of the things that a lot of, um, politicians and I think a lot of other people don't understand is that based, because it's obviously the media has presented like this, what people, people don't understand that the biggest issue has never actually been when it comes to gun issues has, has, hasn't been mass shootings. It has been homicide. It's actually been suicide, yeah. and a lot of people don't understand that. And I think that one, I think that if we're honestly going to have an honest solution, we have to find a way for people to con- honestly look at it from that perspective. Like people look at the guns as oh mass shootings, mass shootings, mass, but people like mass shootings only account for like four percent of the actual gun gun related injuries that have happened within the past X amount of years. You know what I'm saying? It's only just been in 2020, i.e., the pandemic, where things have actually been turning up. Right. So I seen, I seen, a, I seen a, t- uh, um, a, a post um, with somebody that that wasn't, they weren't supporting what happened, obviously at the at the elementary school, but they are a person that that that, that carries, and they put up a, their statement. Their whole their whole argument was it's not it's not the gun that kills people; it's people that kill people. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they That's and, facts. and they said they said if 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 you if you would you blame the, a Ferrari. If somebody brought a fresh Ferrari off the off the block, they drove it off the block and and ran in and hit somebody and killed them. Would it be the Ferrari's fault or would it be the the person's fault? The driver. So when they put it in that scenario, it made me think like, hmm, and it makes me think to your your statement earlier saying about the will gun laws actually fix things? It's things that race my mind all the time. It's like, I think I think it will honestly truly. Um, obviously we're gonna create another problem. Like I always use the UK as an example. Like if you if you take like UK has a ban on guns, but they have a knife problem. They have other ways of injuring people. Other but things the, will begin to happen. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is that for me, if I'm a civilian, I'm this is just me. I would very much find it easier for me to run away from somebody who has a knife or a pocket blade that's facts than from someone who has an AR-15 that's just me no doubt and I think that when when we had when we actually sit down and have this conversation and I think that if someone actually becomes powerful or you know um arrogant enough to fight the NRA I think that'll be I think that'll become uh, a potential issue like a knife issue but for right now because of where we're at and because of the generation we have in office I'm gonna be honest. Like the NRA is gonna stay for a minute. 
It's slow bucks. All in all, man, I mean, it's a tragic situation, man. And, you know, our, our hearts go out to those children and their families. Honestly, truly. It's I just, just tragic. Granted, I didn't have much of a reaction. Me either. I, I just, it, but it's just like, bro, Unfortunately. This, this, like, at this point, we already know what it is. Like, we've already, know it's the same thing as, abor- it's the same thing as abortions. Like, you all have statues in place that keep this shit fucked up. And it's like, it, it's, it's effed up. That's another, that's another, that's another post I've seen. They said they're okay with people killing kids, but won't allow, you feel me? The whole worst. So it's like, I don't know. There's a lot of conversations. You can always been, go tip or tap with anything. It's yeah. always going to be something that can be compared. Yeah, but it's just like you said, sad situation. Um, it's definitely has to change. Our country has to change. Everything that's going on to, to, to date is just like, it's traumatizing. And it's, and it's decent. It's, it kind of like desensitizes our minds to things like, I don't believe that humans should be personally dealing with this much trauma at the rapid rate of consuming this much trauma I at shouldn't the rate be that used we do. to it. I shouldn't be numb to, you know, kids getting murdered. But I was. Like, I was like, oh, well, it's another situation of the same it's, shit that we've seen. It's so My whole life. Yeah. It's a we cycle, this, man. We said this a minute ago. Like, we just, we live in a very, very quick information era. Like, everything is just process and move, process and move, process and move. It's like, I, like, random thought but that's why like casual sex is so common now it's like everything is just like yeah you feel a little bit then you move on you feel a little bit then move on and that's just how we are as a society now like everything is just on to the next big thing like Shit, that's, that's the that's the biggest thing about like, that's the biggest thing about that's the biggest thing about the entertain being an entertainment bubble it's like everything is always on to the next thing it's like that's just how we move like we move that way with entertainment technology move on with tragic events everything is just okay what's next Niggas will drop a 42-song album, and the niggas will expect a new album next month. Facts, <laughs> facts. Like, n- like mm-hmm. a, nigga, a nigga will have sex with three women, and the next thing you know, he'll want three more women in 20 minutes. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like, it's like we just move on so quickly to the point where it's like, bro, like, Damn. you need to learn and just be mindful, just be that in the present moment. savage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. That nigga's a savage. Whoever that nigga is... You said he fucked three girls and he want to fuck three more 20 minutes later. You, you ain't even recharged yet, you my boy. Try, you, you on Lip Noodle. You got problems, you're dog. Just, you're, that's, you're, that's my point, You're, you're joining on Tuta Bean. You got problems. But you on your Deshaun Watson. But that's my, but that's my point, Yo, the, the video with Deshaun Watson and Khalifa? Khalifa? <laughs> Yo. Horny, that is a horny nigga, man. Cuz. That is a horny nigga. That's the perfect segue. That, that, that's where you want to start with sports. That's the perfect segue. Yeah, yeah. we can we can go there. We ain't bare since that shit then then came down. Yeah, I I ain't bare since that two hundred and thirty big ones. Oh yeah, you right. You wasn't here. Guaranteed. You weren't here. Yeah, you weren't. So now Moose probably want to make a bet on the Browns again, huh? I mean, no, because he's getting suspended. But for how long? He's getting suspended. How long should he be suspended for? I think if you want me to be honest with you, this is my perspective, my honest perspective. I think that you like I'm looking at as from the whole entire league owners and and Goodell. I think that the Browns doing what they did effed up the market for everybody, right? It, I I agree. And so because they did that, I think that people are going to look the owners are looking at them. They're not doing them no favors with Baker, and I think they're probably going to suspend they're probably going to suspend Deshaun Watson probably for minimum 8 games. Yeah, I, 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 think, give, I give him like six to eight games. I think eight, I, and I, it'll I, probably go down to six. Yep. I think it's going to be eight, and I think it's going to be eight because I think that that puts them in a position to not make the playoffs. How do you? How do y'all feel about? How do you feel about Lamar not signing signing his deal, his extension? He's trying to max. He's trying to get more. He feel like he's probably lowballed. Yeah, 
Nah, they said they gave him, but the reports were saying that they gave that the Baltimore is willing to pay what he wants to pay, but he just doesn't want to sign yet. He's waiting, like because you're talking about the. I, was, I asked that because he said oh, the song fucked up the market. He wants, he wants to deal he wants like Deshaun, de- so he wants to. They're trying to sign him to a a longer term deal, but he's like, nah, I only want to do like a one or two year deal because if I get like a Super Bowl or something, I want that bad because the market gonna be crazy. But Look, my thing is, he's not getting a Super Bowl, bro. At least he 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 better. If Lamar better no, stop fucking around and sign no, that deal. No, no, yeah, no, Shane, I'll put it like this. If I he, love Lamar, but he better stop playing and sign that deal. Bro. No, yeah, because my because Baltimore's built their entire team around what he can do as a quarterback. And my thing is, if he's going to do that, he better go and ask, and he better tell them, "Yo, if I sign a two year deal, y'all need to get this. Y'all need to get this. Y'all need to get that." Would you pay the man? Would you pay him? Would you pay him a one year deal? Nah, one year, no. Max him out, no. Would you, would you, one would year? you give him? Would you give him like I'm saying? Would you give him like a two year, fifty million dollar deal, fully guaranteed? Then if you win a chip, max him out. No, I'd probably do. I'd probably do a three year deal, um, two years, um, and then that first, the, that third year, you can you have an option to do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? And then it, say you win that second year, you have the option to get a, a, con- a bigger contract. Or not you, that third year. That third year is based on what you do those two years that we signed. You feel me? We're missing the original starter of this issue, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> when Kirk Cousins got that four year. $85 million fully guaranteed deal for Minnesota. I remember saying things are never going to be the same again. And I'm surprised that Patty didn't demand that. I'm surprised Josh Allen didn't demand that. I mean, think about it. Deshaun Watson is good, but he's the one that gets $230 million fully guaranteed. Deshaun, he's I mean, been good. Don't get me wrong. How much was Patrick's guaranteed? Not two hundred and thirty. It was like four fifty. No, it's guaranteed. It's, yeah, he it was like four fifty. But it was over a longer period of time. I have to look at it, but it's over a longer period of time yeah, though. Nah. The is over like a four or five year span. Yeah, but I still think that. I, I mean, granted, my own personal opinion, I still think that Deshaun Watson's top five. But I mean, we'll see. But I when, when he's that, playing, yes. But when I just playing, think, you I don't think that he should have gotten. He shouldn't have gotten that bread. And like I said, the Browns and this that, that just shows that the Browns are just a dysfunctional organization, bro. Yep. Like them thirsty. That, that was the thirstiest shit I ever seen. Now bro. They just, it's they a good move the by them, though. It's a good move by them. If if the circumstances surrounding the situation weren't what they were, like he like he's about to be suspended. You know what games. I'm saying? Like if he didn't have this case shit going on and they signed him as a free agent to this, I'm cool with it. Whatever. Yeah. But the way that thing, things are going, and it's Cleveland of all places. Like, come on, and dog. it's not even just that. It's like you also like y'all like y'all know he's getting suspended. You know he's getting suspended because, because if you did it, you wouldn't have given him one million dollars his first his first year on a contract. Like, like how you how they did it. Like, and this this was my whole thing. How they moved when they did it. It's almost like oh yeah, it had nothing to do. But like my nigga, like. Think about it. They it know happened. what's going on. They, know exactly they know what's going, going on. on. Like, they nasty. knew what was going on before they signed him, or it's, they wouldn't yeah, have signed it's, him. It's, it was nasty. Like it was very nasty, bro. I was not with the Cleveland's shit. not Super winning nasty shit. Nasty business. They're they, not winning shit. They not. Cincinnati finna run that division for the next couple of years. Cincinnati, Baltimore. We'll see what Pittsburgh's made out of. We'll see what the Chiefs got this year. Um, I, I got to finish in fourth in their division. Voice said the fourth in the division. I'm about to say he trying. He trying. He trying. He trying to strike a nerve. But look, we know who's not winning the division. Hey, hey, we know who's not winning the division. Hey. Might though. Let me let me say they this might, to y'all. They might. They might. They might, they might. They might. They might. They might. Y'all boy Jalen ain't got no excuses this year. Facts. Facts. I need eleven twelve wins. Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he ain't got no choice. I need eleven twelve wins. No, he with, got no excuses. With this team right here. Yeah, nah, he. he with this team right here. Yeah, nah, to say. They got you AJ Brown. You got Devontae. You got Miles Sanders. You got a top three offensive line. Yeah. You're going to have a great defense. He's got another good corner. They're about to get Jesse Bates from the from the Bengals. They got Jordan Davis. They got the best linebacker in the draft. 
I don't want to hear no excuses, Jalen. This is your year to do it, brother. If not, niggas can't help you. If not, niggas can't help you. If not, CJ Stroud, first round pick next year. I'm all in. (laughs) Hey, ten and seven. If he goes ten and seven, he has another year. mm, If he goes ten and seven, makes the playoffs, he gets another year. If he goes ten and seven, but how? Okay, okay, okay. Let me bring it back to a conversation we had a long time ago. Let me no, 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 no. Before you even go there, let me bring it back to what we talked about a long time ago. Is that good enough? Ten and seven. When I told you Carson Wentz has won four division titles, made it to the playoffs, you still you told me that wasn't good enough. Who, when did I ever say Carson wasn't good enough? When we had an argument in your room, no, no one no, day. No, I, I said when he, that, that time he was playing bad. When he was playing no, bad, no, no, no. That's you the said, and I, no, my argument with you when he was playing bad was he, he had great years before this. He did. And he won the division. He did. And he made it to the playoffs. You told me that's not good enough. Ten and seven to me, back to back years, getting waxed in the first round. That's not good enough. Because of yeah, what he was getting paid. That's for what he's that's getting paid. Not yeah, that wasn't for what he's getting paid. Hundred percent. That's still not they, for a second they, round pick. Listen. Listen, they put Carson. They put Carson on the pedestal of being the, this elite top tier quarterback. That's they, true. They threw him in the conversations with being that 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 next generation lead, like how Aaron Rodgers for that generation. You can't generation. say he didn't look like it. Though. No, but I'm saying for one year. For Everybody one year, after one year, usually. But but I'm saying for one that's year, that's the going looked, rate though. That's but, how it happened. But that's what I'm saying though. For one year, he looked good. You said he had the one year, but I'm like that. That's why I said that wasn't good enough for the amount of bread they were paying. You can't just have one. You're good right. Year, You're bro. right. You're right. You can't just have but, one. But, good that, year. but that but that's the going rate for starting quarterbacks. Right one, or wrong? One good year is going right. Jared, Jared Goff got a hundred million dollar contract. One, you see, you're, you're right. One good year is is the is the is the um going rate. That's why Jared Goff got traded. That's why Carson's not with the Eagles no more. You're that, right. You're right. But I'm saying ten and seven back to back years. If you look anemic in the playoffs again, yeah, you can't be my starting quarterback, bro. Look, 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 look. And listen, what do I always listen, say? But hold on. What do I always say? Only elite quarterbacks win Super Bowls. I, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not disagreeing with that. What I'm saying though is this, and another reason we said that. Carson um, wasn't up to par is because the, we're basing once you reach the bowl or lead a team to a, that that team that he was he was leading them pretty much if he didn't get hurt they're probably gonna go to the bowl regardless that year, but once that standard that bar that precedent is set bro you can't go under that no more, period. Yeah, but you can. Though. Aaron Rodgers you have can. done it his whole career and he's still known to as one of the best in the game, bro. He but, hasn't won a chip in but, twelve but, years. But, but Aaron or been hey, listen, back to one. Listen, but Aaron Rodgers has his track record was, is was immaculate before Carson had one year. His track record wasn't immaculate before. He got he got a chip. Then he never been back since. Before that, my he, man was the MVP. Who? Like all the, Aaron, Aaron. He was the MVP candidate before he got hurt, bro. A, 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 MV, who was MV, the MVP candidate before he got hurt? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers wait, is wait, the wait. MVP candidate. We're talking about MVP or Carson. We're not on the same page here. Before Aaron Rodgers, when Aaron Rodgers was anointed, the year before they were six okay, and ten. Bro, I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking about after. The next year. But but I'm what I'm saying though his his oh, play you're saying after the fact. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. All right, all right. I agree with that. That's the conversation. I agree with that. I agree with that. That's what I said. Once the bar was set for Carson, you got the bar. I got you. I got you. You got there. You have to stay. That's what I said. I agree. I agree. Especially got bread now. You. That's I agree. That's my. That's my debate. Why does he get another chance if he if he does the same thing as last year? If if in the middle of the season again this year, their offense goes to strictly running because he can't throw the ball. I need another quarterback. Yes, with this team, yes, I'll agree with that. With this All team, right, yes, that's, 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 that's I'm, not, I'm, I'm not debating so, that. I'm not debating that. That's so, what I'm saying. So, new topic: Colin Kaepernick, Raiders thoughts go. Uh, I mean, well, is um, he on the Raiders? Huh? Is he on the Raiders? He's working. He worked out for him. Um, Al Davis, is that his son's name? Al, da- the owner of the Raiders, has always said from day one that he would give Colin. Ka- Colin Kaepernick an opportunity to prove himself, right, as a player. Derek Carr is their guy. They just paid him. They're not going to bench their car for Cap, who hasn't yeah. played in five years. Yeah. 
All right. So I mean, you bring him up, bring him in the, in the back row. That's fine. I am not a big fan of my back quarterback being a star or having star power like Kaepernick or being as popular as Kaepernick. Why not? I don't want my backup quarterback because because I, I don't need that kind of publicity for my backup quarterback. Because what happened? I need a Colt McCoy. I need a Chad Henney, a Colt McCoy, Chase. Nah, they're not looking at it like that. You got you got to think about where the where the Raiders at right now in Vegas. It's all about the show business, baby. So if if, if Kaepernick fits the but mold, my, they're going to bring me. Cap, but my that's thing what I'm just saying is, though, it's thing, about the show the business. Thing is, is that is that what happens with that is when you bring that in, and now you have somebody who's having a bad season. The the news outlets turn into okay. Should Derek Carr be benched the second he throws an interception? The second Kaepernick the, should be starting that like the the instant. The first but, bad game he has, Kaepernick should be no, starting. No, no facts. I'm not disagreeing with that. But at the end of the day, when when they if they if they were to sign Kaepernick, the precedent has to be set in that locker room in that conversation. You have to sit down, Derek Carr. You have to sit down, Colin Kaepernick with, with the, the head team. Coach, with the, yes, with the team. Like Derek Carr is our guy. He's gonna be our guy. We're bringing Colin Kaepernick in to, for his maturity. He's gonna help us. Get to we're trying to get to, you know what I'm saying? He plays at a high level, whatever still. But Derek Carr is still our guy, so don't play into what the media says, this, this, and that. You but, Mills, me? you've been in the locker room. You know how egos work. But I know how egos work, but at the end of the these day. These are professionals. It, these are professionals. I understand that, but that's another thing. They are professionals, so they know what comes with this shit, bro. Yeah, but this is a football. We've been in the locker room. We know I, how I shit think, goes down. I think that I think that this is all performative. I also think it's for publicity as well. That's just my opinion. I said what I said. It's, it's the show oh, business, baby. The Raiders are trying to do damage control. I think that this whole thing is... Oh, because of what happened with Gruden? Yeah. I don't think he gets a legitimate shot at a starting job. He doesn't, but that's what I'm saying. This is performative. And not only that, but I, I, I mean... He knows that, though. He's 34, bro. There's too many other talented guys. You haven't played a game in five years. Yeah. Throwing against air, like you say, what does that prove to you? It's a dimmer dub. I'm throwing the open guys. It's a dimmer dub. You know what I'm saying? It's a what? It's a Dimmer Dome. I don't know what the fuck that is. But anyway. Um, Dimmer Dome. Right. The Dimmsdale Dimmer so who, Dome. So who's going. So so real quick. Just like we did last year. Who's going to the bowl next year? Who's going to the bowl next year? This boy uh, said a Dimmer Dome. Um, it's going to be either the Rams or the Bucks. I'm going to go Bills. Yeah. And the Bills. Bills go is going to Bills. Bills. Chip. Bills the, the, Bill, the, Rams the Bills the is my favorite this year going in. I'm going to go Bills. Watch out for them Broncos. Um, no, no. Why? Not year one. Year two. Right. I'm gonna be scared. Year two. All right, I think, no, no. I think I think they're gonna do well this year. Don't get me wrong. I think they're gonna be eleven wins. They're gonna be competing, but I don't think they're gonna. That's the toughest division in football. But hands down, like that, yeah. they have to add another playoff team just because of that division, in my opinion. Can they get but four anyway. teams in? Huh? Can you get four, are they have, are able to get four teams in? Is it is it possible? Uh, they yeah, they could get up. Now that they're seventeen, they can get all the. Yeah, they could be all wild card teams. That would be retarded. That would um, be it's nice. not far fetched. It's not far fetched. So. Um. A seat to the Bills and who else? Is Bills or the Rams or the Bucks? Yeah, I mean, Bills are definitely going to the chip. As long as Brady's in the league, I can't count him out. Um, he'll be there somewhere. In I the got, end. I got, I got the Bills or the or the or the Bengals are my favorite. Right I'm now. going Bills Rams right now, but it'll it'll probably be Bills Bucks once the season gets underway. Yeah, Last I don't week. think I don't think Brady's getting back, bro. I, I'm saying I, I'm saying he'll be there in the end. I, yeah, I, I think he'll, he'll be, be in position I, I to, to get a, there. I think he'll make a run, bro. But I think after last With that division I think, too. But I think after last year, I kind of seemed like that that Brady magic, bro. I'm gonna keep it a buck. They were missing pieces though. I get it. I get it though. I get yeah. it though. I get it though. No. But it's just like he still brought them back in that I game. See, I see. I see. I'm seeing chinks now. Bro, they, but, bro, he brought them back and they lost in OT. He did, he, he did, he did. And he was missing Chris Godwin and not, Antonio Brown. Not, and, not not, just, not, and not just that, you also got to understand he was beefing with the coach. 
that he got kicked out. Now he's going to be comfortable. You're giving a comfortable Brady, and he only got to worry about the Rams? That nigga going to the chip. In his division, he's in a division with Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, and Sam Darnold. What do you expect out of Marcus Mariota? 13 wins. Bridge. Bridge. Marcus Mariota, come on, you've been a backup in Tennessee and, 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 and Vegas. Let me ask you this. What do you expect out of the Dolphins this year? Nothing. Two, this I think is, this is Tua's you, last year. You, you talk about people that are on the hot seat. If Tua doesn't bowl with the receivers that he has, I think, I think this is Tua's last year in Miami. He, he, he has Mike Gazeki. He has he has um, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, who's the kid from Bama? Jalen Waddle. <laughs> so um, if you don't eat, then you, you talk about a, 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 a firepower. Talk um, about firepower. This, this will be Tua's last year, and I'll we'll be proven right about him. Yeah. Also, Daniel Jones, he's out. Um, you know, a lot of moving and shaking going on in the league. Uh, last thing I want to say: um, can we, can we, can we jump to the NBA? That's what I was about to say. Oh, all right, all right. Sixers, bum ass Sixers. Y'all should not got rid of Jimmy. No, they should have got rid of Ben. That's why Jimmy left. Um, I don't have any words. Um, James Harden, Joel leaving after his contract up. I think Joel. I think Joel is going to request a trade to Miami. That's what I feel in my heart. And I'm and I'm going to. They'll never do fan. it though. They might. Who would who would who would he give up for? They would probably that would probably have to take Bam, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson. But they're not going to play Joel every that, that many times in a year. Mm-hmm. They're not going to play. They'll probably trade him to the West if anything. I think I think they can get a lot of capital from Miami. They can get a lot of young players and draft capital, which they don't have. They can clear some money off their books, which they don't have available right now. And they can try and rebuild and, and, and build around. Send Joel to Portland. To where? Send Joel to Portland. I would love that. Or bring Dame here. Dame ain't coming to Philly. Joel's not going to Portland. Why not? Because he if he's going anywhere, he's going to be partnered with Jimmy Butler. Respect. I, I get that. I get that. that. If he's going anywhere, oh, he's going to Miami. Oh, let me ask you this. I wanted to ask you because you weren't here. How you? What you? What was your reaction when Al Horford punched on Giannis? <laughs> you know what? Al Horford's been playing very good this playoffs. He wants a ring. I got to give it to him. You can tell he wants a ring. He wants it back. I got, I got to tell it to he him. And, and, if, and if he got one, I would be very happy for him because he's one of those guys that's been in the league for a long time. He's done it the right way, and he plays extremely hard, and he plays his role, and he's gotten – You know, there was a point in time where Al was getting better each year, and I think he's a guy that he, – he deserves a ring. He's a guy you want to see win a ring. Yeah. So, if, if the, I mean, I don't want the Celtics to win. But if yeah, they no. win a chip, I wouldn't be upset because of Would you rather so, have Celtics or Warriors win? I'd rather the Warriors win. Honestly. Why? It's the Philly because, Boston oh, Okay, thing. I get it. I get it. I get it. But So, Kyrie, it, I hate Kyrie for Russ? Mm, I wouldn't say. It's not far uh, if, I, if I was the Lakers and I got Russ, um, it's gonna be sign and trade, Miles Bridges. Give me Miles Bridges. Give me Gordon Hayward. And give me Terry Rozier. That's fair. That'd be a solid pickup. That'd be a That's solid fair, pickup. But Kyrie, go, but Kyrie going to the Lakers. No, Kyrie's going to opt in and, and do his last year with. Uh, I don't with, think with, so. With, no, not not the way he was talking on IMF. Lead. I don't think so. KD, he usually down here, bro. I'm telling you, he definitely not coming. Take to a little trip down the turnpike, my G. I'm telling you, Kyrie going to the Lakers. Let me ask you this: If he went to the Lakers, I wouldn't mind that. He's going to the Lakers. If Russ is not there. Russ is go- not going. Russ is Russ going to get traded. Russ, be there. Russ, Russ is be going there. to It'll get traded in February, before the trade deadline. Trust me. So this you're is- saying Russ and Kyrie are going to be there together all no, year? No, 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 no. This is this is this is this because is- the Lakers not trading Russ to Brooklyn. KD is not playing with Brooklyn with, with, with Russ again. This bro. is this is the situation. This is what's going to happen. Well, okay. Let me actually be. Let me be a podcaster. All right. This is this is my 
this is my thought process of everything's going to happen for the Lakers. They're trading Russ midway into the season because nobody wants to take the full contract. Who and for whom? To where and for whom? For that, I'm still debating. All right. But he's definitely getting traded midway through the season because nobody's taking on that full contract. It's the same thing with Baker Mayfield. They're going to wait, and then they're going to trade him. Yeah, somebody's going to get hurt. Then yeah. Trade so now my thing is, is that once that rust thing happens, they're going to get the pieces. Whatever happens with them happens. Kyrie, after next year, whether he opts in or he doesn't, he's going to Braun. He's going straight to Braun. I wouldn't be mad if he went back with Braun. That's what's going to happen. He needs Braun. It's either him or Dame, or Dame is getting traded to the Lakers. For Russ? Yeah. I would love that. Yeah, because nobody's in Portland. Portland's, Portland's got the blood of their whole yeah, organization. I would, so. I would love that. So it's it's either. I would. If that happens. They're getting the chip. If that happens. They're getting a chip. I might have to take a trip to Cali to go to a game. All my life. All my life. I got to see Russ, I mean, Dame and LeBron play together in person. That might be an L.A. trip, bro. That might be a bachelor party thing. That might be what I want to do. Yeah, no, that'll be a vibe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, no, That's a vibe. That might be what I want to do. Let's go to L.A. and let's go to a Lakers game. Watch Dame. Watch Dame and Braun NAD. Cook, bum ass AD. But not. Do you know what? Do you know who I want the Sixers to grab? Who? Brandon Ingram. I said that before. They need the aggression. I said that. Before. They need the fearlessness. I said that. I said yeah. that last season. I said Bi would have been a great score. Bi would have been a great pick. Well, you know who else I want them to get? Brad Beal. I think. Brad I they tried to get him. I think. No, I think Brad Beal trying to get him. I think they tried last year to get him. Yeah, but they he opted to his he max opted deal. To his contract. His max deal. What's his name? Uh, MB wanted MB wanted Beal before he wanted Harden, which is rightfully so. I really think that Harden's throwing games on purpose, bro. If you you th- you, th- you think he on his Pete Rose? He th- he betting on games. If you get yes. me and B, Maxie's going. Maxie's on his way. He like that. He's on his way. How old is he? Like 21, 22? He was nineteen, twenty. She'll be twenty. Yeah, yeah, he got time. He's on his way to being to being one of them ones. If you give me Maxie, Brad Beal, and Embiid. I'll take my chances in the East. You fill in the rest of those pieces. Give me a give me a Jeremy Grant to to be my stretch four. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and um, whoever else to to fill in. You know what I'm saying. With those three, I'll take my chances in the East against anybody. True. You because know, I could throw Jeremy you, Grant at Giannis. You, you talk about you talk about Bi. If y'all got like a like a Michael Porter Jr. Or something yeah, like, he's not. They're not getting. I, no, no, no. I'm that's, saying that, I'm saying that's that's players. what they need. I'm that's why that, I'm saying, saying Bi. Yeah, Michael Porter. Um, like you know, those style that's players, what they need. You know I mean, like the two way, two way guys. They can, they can play. They can guard any position on the but floor. But the fearlessness, the fearlessness, and the consistency on the offensive end that they don't have from Tobias is now. Tobias had a great playoffs on the defensive end, great playoffs. But to be getting paid, what is getting paid? The max dollars offensively. I need twenty to twenty five points. A game. I told everybody he's not a we max that, player, though. bro. He's not we a max player that, at all. But at, but at the time. As things were constructed, the way free agency was playing out, they needed him. He was like the, the best available for them to get. And that was what he was due to get paid. No, 100%. 100%. But but still, at the end of the day, I don't know. Sixers got to do some rebuilding, 100 for Real sure. Quick. You guys watch soccer? Yes. Pay attention to soccer? Yes. This is your conversation. Um, You saw you you saw um PSG and Mbappe? Yeah. What <laughs> yo, Mbappe's a genius, yo. That niggas is crazy. Uh, all right, so I never thought he was leaving anyway. I didn't think he was leaving. So for people who don't know. Why would a Frenchman leave France? Yeah, it was weird. But 
for people who don't know, for people who don't know what happened, there was rumors that Kylian Mbappe was going to leave Paris Saint Germain to go play at Real Madrid, go play with Zidane. I think I think that's the coach at the time. And um, long story short, the contract was up, and basically he faked Real Madrid um, to get paid by PSG, and now he 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 got his back. So you know who, you know who Barcelona is trying to get now though? Or was it, it Barcelona or is it Real that's trying to get uh, Lewandowski? Uh, I think it's Barcelona because yes, he wants to play yeah, with Xavi yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Hernandez. Yeah, he wants to play with Xavi Hernandez, yeah. But nah, I think that Neymar. I, I'll hate. I really will be upset. But they talk about Neymar to Chelsea. I. Oh my God, if Neymar! Go, I'll be anyway. So Messi needs to come to them on us. <laughs> He's not Messi coming. needs to come to them on us. He's not coming until he like forty. Why? Why? He's not coming until he like forty. He's at the end of his career. Um, MLS needs needs a Messi. They only get these guys at the end of their careers. He still has. Uh, Enough left in a tank We can come here And motherfuckers can really see What real soccer is I mean, But Zlatan went there And he went back to AC Milan And he's the one Yeah but Zlatan is Zlatan Zlatan is not messy Yeah true 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 But Zlatan is a G though He is He played in the tour ACL Do you know that Do you know that His They say that His body is so crazy that Like scientists want his body donated So they can study his knees when he dies, no, for like, because his body is like he's like a different kind of. He played, a dude. He played on on a torn ACL. Yeah, he's for a freak. six months. Yeah, he's a freak. Like they drained his yeah, knee every single week, every six months. They had to do some shit like, and they won the chip. Yeah, that's one different. of one. That's, one of one. That's different. Zlatan one of one. Is different. That's Zlatan. different. He one of one. Niggas, he said, "I'm a Ferrari in a group yeah, full no, of Fiat." That nigga's a G, bro. I, I love. That, I, I love that, Zlatan. I seen that. I seen that. I seen that. Zlatan is like the. He's, he's my favorite. He's bro. like he's like what Joe Burrow is when it comes to swag and the yeah. shit talk. That's yeah. how that, that 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 that's Zlatan. I love Zlatan. Yeah, nah, that, that yeah. This season, this season was nuts. Man City got the Man City got the chip. So congrats to them. Hopefully, man, you get their shit together. But hey, man, it's been real being back on here with y'all. Man, I had a great time today, man. I did too. Yeah, it was it was it was a, it was a solid episode, hundred percent. That was fun. Back, um, it was bad. The guys back have the have the have the full crew here. Um, but yeah, man, we this is a solid episode to end the season. Great, man, it was great. It's crazy. We on we on episode ninety. Um, Damn, ten more to one hundred. Damn. Um, next season's gonna be bigger, better per usual. We're doing a party for the hundred or something. Yeah, the hundred's gonna be gotcha. big. We gonna do something. We gotta do something for y'all, for the listeners too, who've been with us from the jump. It's, it's a long way from episode one, you know, <sighs> long way. Tiki Tiki um, board game. Tiki Tiki, tiki board tiki, games. Tiki board game. This is season nine, um, right? Season nine. Yeah. Episode episode ten of the season. So it's crazy, but that's all. That's all we got for this episode. You guys got anything else? Nah, man. Just I love my wife, Kaylee. I love you, baby. Congrats. Um. Thank you for marrying my crazy ass. Um, and again, my, my mother-in-law, yeah, I love you. And uh, also my mom. Leslie, I love you too, ma. That's it. Bet, bet you got anything else, Moose? Nah, shout out to the people that needs to get shouted out to. You know who you are. <laughs> Facts, what Moose said. But that's it. Episode 90, um, season finale. We'll be back soon. Don't know when yet, but we'll be back soon. Um, that's all. Episode 90 of the Face of the Future podcast. It's your boy, Mills. It's your boy, Shane. And some Moose. Peace.